How's it going, guys? I'm Zeke. And I'm Jay. And you're listening to the Cinema Sideshow Podcast, episode 182. Zeke, we've got an imposter in the room. Do we? Yeah, we do. <gasps> Everyone grab him. Is that a grab him now. Ah, <laughs> Don't grab me, please. Hey, hey. Acting. It's radioactive. Uh, oh, hello, everyone. Hello, this is Harrison Mitchell, everyone. Hey, hey. A little applause. Hey, Golf clap. thanks so much. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. It's I'd a like new to guest. the Academy. I we know. are recycling Stephen for the night. <laughs> <laughs> I know. We, we've had enough of Stephen on this show. Yeah, I actually am still Stephen. I've just changed my name to Harrison oh, for the, cool. the purposes of the podcast. No, Fair hello. enough. Thank you so much for having me on, boys. It's a, it's a yeah, real pleasure. No. We're, we're hopefully... Overdue. We season... We're coming to the end of season three, um, right? Of our... Uh, uh, didn't we do seasons? Is this season three? This is or four? season four, mate. Oh my god! Oh wow, mate, you're behind 20, the season. 19, 20, 21, 22. That's two four decades years. Old. Yeah. Oh no! But yeah, we're hoping to bring in the back end here quite a few more guests. Yeah, man, absolutely. So, this is yeah, a, hopefully it's like the start of a new train. Third generation of guests. Oh wow! Well, so, I'm the like the oh, great. I guess so yeah, you guys like my great great grandfathers. Yeah. We are the great the great grandfathers. The podfathers. Yes. The podfathers. Oh, that'd be a good shirt. If we ever got <laughs> the podfathers. <laughs> the podfathers. And it's like you two boys in like Godfather style like suits just on yeah. there on the front. The I podfathers. Think, yeah, we like okay, have like we gotta the, hire you as like the, a manager of uh, sales. And yeah, yeah. Get me advertising. On. <laughs> advertising. <laughs> it'll, be, guru. it'll be really good because you'll be remote, so it'll be like it'll make our franchise look bigger. That's it, man. More yeah. expensive. Yeah. That's, That's it. it. We're all about that scope here <laughs> on the podfathers. <laughs> Get your shirts after the show. That's yeah. it, That's yeah. It. A link after the, the audio link. Yeah, audio link. Well, yeah, link in description. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know the drill. <laughs> you know where to buy. You are new to our show, Harrison. I am. Um, and we'd like mm. to kick off with a bit of fat trivia. Fat uh, trivia oh. for the film um, of the week. Which, fat trivia. Well, it's, it's relevant, right? Jack Black's in this film. <laughs> oh, that's so mean. Oh, that was a low blow. Uh, I have way more relevant Jack Black goodness it's in, actually a, in plays, a different it plays segment. into the film, though. A uh, tiny bit. <laughs> a little bit. It's a really good scene. Um, Harrison, Hello. do you have any fil- uh, f- uh, trivia from the film of the week? Oh, so our film of the week is, I believe, Richard Linklater's School of Rock, mm. right? It is. It is. Great. Correct. Um, so I have one little bit of trivia. Um, I just figured I... if we didn't tell you before we started recording what film we're watching. Oh, yeah, that would, of course. Because you imagine, I was like, guys, I watched like The Karate Kid this week, thinking we're watching oh, that. But oh, ooh, yeah, and I come in with a yeah. totally different plan. Yeah, um, we can the, make it work. The one bit of trivia that I was reading is that so... Um, we're allowed to talk spoilers, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. It's a movie that's been right out in. for like, you know, nearly 20 years. Yeah, um, yes. Jump uh, right in. Jack Black, uh, his hair is parted different ways, uh, like either to the left or the right when he's playing either Ned Schneebly as the teacher oh, or Dewey Finn, um, which is interesting. It'd be good to go back and, I never noticed and watch that. that. And then obviously he's clean shaven when he becomes yeah. the teacher, but we all... We yeah. all know that. The scarf we all and that. The scarf and he, everything. He dresses for the part. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what about you, Jake? Yeah, well, my bit of trivia is actually wanted with the music of the film, which of course is quite an important part. Absolutely, yeah. School of Rock and how... Um, I almost said Ned Zeppelin. I'm Ned Schneebly. <laughs> Ned, Ned Schneebly. <laughs> Led Zeppelin. Very infamous about... Uh, and infamously picky about what's, uh, mm. lending yeah, out yeah, songs yeah. for commercial use and all of that. And there's actually a video in the... DVD bonus features of Jack Black and, and about a thousand extras in the back. So it would have been when they shot the ending, I guess, the mm. final song, where they basically did a video message pleading to the band uh, to use their song, Immigrant Song. And and voila, it worked, evidently. Are they really that picky? <laughs> they're, like apparently I've, they're I very like picky. Heard, like... That and Marvel. 
whole lot of like, yeah, yeah. good times, bad times. I feel like I've heard these songs yeah, like, all the time. Absolutely, yeah. I've definitely heard Immigrant Song in like at least five other movies. Right. Absolutely. But um, what picky is this? With, with, picky with the monetary incentive. Yeah. What is this I'm hearing about artists being picky with like where their songs are <laughs> If you about, offer like, them their... more than 10 bucks, they yeah. just say yes. <laughs> like you guys hear about like the Kate Bush, like apparently like oh, it's yeah. pretty hard to convince for Stranger Things. And really? Then, like, yeah, apparently she's like super picky with her songs and stuff. Well, I've heard a lot she of... Yes. She's got the fattest yeah. page. I was going to say, history, I've heard a lot of Kay Bush needle drops in my time, and uh, I don't think she would have been saying <laughs> no to them. Like, you know. Well, um, yeah. We can talk a little bit about Stranger Things shortly. Mm. My th- fact ties into a bit of both of you music and a bit of Jack Black. Jack Black wouldn't accept the role unless all the kids knew how to play an instrument, which oh, is quite interesting. There you go. Makes sense. Um, also, kind of plays into that Linklater authenticity side to it. Mm. Um, you know, we've talked about with. Some of his other films, like mm. Everybody Wants Some, how he needed baseball players and dancers. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. Obviously, this relied on kid musicians, so it's yeah. sort of evident with, to be honest, a lot of no-name um, kids, right? Yeah, at the like, time. Absolutely. The time. Yeah, yeah, Um So, obviously, they were picked more on their ability to do both yeah. rather yeah. than just acting. Um, although we'll talk about the the children performances yeah, in the we'll, second half of the show, we'll get yeah, there. We'll get to it. But before we get into what we've been watching next week, there is a poster right there. Zeke, see your back, but Harris here to your side. Yes, yes. And uh, without peeking, it is very small text. Uh-huh. Um, the eleven hundred films you must watch at least once before you die. Okay. Is School of Rock on that poster? What do you reckon? No. I'm going to say it's not on the poster, but I think that it should be on the poster. It is not on the poster, but I agree it definitely should be on the poster. What about um, you? What about you, Z? Oh, Z, what do you have to say? <laughs> I think in in re- like if this was 2000 and was it 2003? Yep. If yep. this was 2003, I'd probably say yes then, but no now. Interesting. Okay. Uh, too, a few too many good films came out yeah. in the last 19 years. Yeah, that's it. That's yeah, it. A lot of good films are coming out in the last yeah, 19 years. No, I completely agree. Yeah, yeah. I um, I um, think it's what what it's, what it's we're going to talk about probably mostly in the second half mm. of the show, which might make it now bump out of a 2022 version of that list. Okay. Interesting. But before we jump into that, Jake... Oh, I thought he was going to say it. <laughs> what have you, you caught in like the... leading in in anticipation. <laughs> in the last week. Um, so I actually watched quite a bit considering I did spend the majority of the week, um, down in Albany watching nothing, but I did read a book that actually does tie into several other things. I finally read comedy, comedy, comedy drama, which is Bob Odenkirk's memoir. Oh, wow. Um, yeah. Yeah. Which is really, uh, good because I was, I was need to find something to do to pull over on my better call soul, um, withdrawal. Of course. Get you it, through that little break, right? Well, episode eight came out like an hour ago oh wow and I'm like okay. way, I'm like oh once we finish recording I could watch he's it he's gone straight into it yeah. I know I'm so excited it's the as Zeke loves to talk about the Hank on the toilet moment of Breaking Bad so <laughs> quite structurally and literally it is the reveal to that uh, cliffhanger at, oh where wow okay and right like, oh, but damn. We'll, we'll get to it instead I read the memoir um, which to be fair I've always sort of found Bob Odenkirk to be quite humble in the interviews and that, mm. you can kind of see it in his writing and the self-deprecating humor. And mm. he sort of opens up in like, I don't know why I was asked to write this, but I guess it's time <laughs> according to my agent. And, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and um, he goes on into his SNL days, which led mm. me to watching a 2010 documentary about the sort of day-to-day operations. Uh, it's called Saturday Night, even though it's about Saturday Night Live. Mm. And it's, Interestingly enough, directed by James Franco. All right. But um, and and that's probably the only part of the film I don't like is when he sort of self inserts himself okay, into yeah, it, and yeah, like yeah. when he asks 
people questions. He sort of leaves the questions in. He doesn't cut them out. And, like, it makes sense when Scorsese does it in The Last Waltz mm-hmm. because the band sort of readjusting their answer is part of what makes their personality tick. Mm-hmm. But here it's awkward comedy writers, like, taking a step back, pausing, and rethinking their answer. Yeah. So it doesn't okay. really... It just kind of makes the film a little more awkward and clunky. Yeah, absolutely. But otherwise, I loved it because it was just like, here's Monday, and it's a very raw, unedited depiction of them, like pitching their jokes coming up with ideas cuts to Tuesday they're writing it cuts to Wednesday they're uh, doing the table read mm-hmm. and the the head writers sort of scrap and pick what what's actually going to make the show on Saturday mm-hmm. it's very South Park-esque and that's all very sort of in the moment and done in real time which I guess mm-hmm. for like a comedy show you probably mm-hmm. need a sense of relevancy yeah. and like that um, so, so I really liked that doco because it was such a raw unedited um, look into that but then going back to his memoir, I'm, I'm doing bloody Inception level jumping here. <laughs> yeah. and, and like I said, with um, Bob Odenkirk's sort of humbleness, it's like he gets to that stuff by page 50. He basically mm. skips over his childhood because he's like, well, if you're reading this, you don't care about that. You want to know about all the fun stuff. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so he goes on to his Mr. Show days, which led me to watching the first season of Mr. Show, mm. 1995. Is that his show with, with David Cross? Yes, Yeah, it is. right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So it's, it's only four episodes that first season. It's a oh, HBO wow. thing, half an hour episodes, but it's all on binge. And I I quite enjoyed it. It wasn't mm. like, I wasn't laugh out loud funny the whole time. It, maybe some of the jokes have aged or whatever, but for me, I really appreciated some of the transitions. And he writes about that in the book, how it was really important for them to transition from one sketch to the next quite mm. seamlessly and inventively so there'll be a point where they're doing stand-up and they they have to kick hecklers out but then they're playing the hecklers themselves <laughs> but then as they get kicked out the camera goes out and then follows their story that leads to another sketch oh right okay. or there'll be characters pranking another character and they filmed it and then it'll cut to them watching it back on tv then they swap the channel to the next sketch so there's a lot of cool inventive things going on in terms of that but um otherwise yeah i really enjoyed the memoir and, and those are cool and that that doco in that show so yeah, absolutely yeah there's a few other things but i'll throw it back to either one of you first oh, you got anything, oh man i've not really been watching a ton hey um yeah. the... well oh, to be fair you don't have to go the past week okay you, oh, you, like, you can go a little further notes? away um, <laughs> anything of note um i think I've been watching uh, TV shows, Cal. Yeah, 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 yeah. whatever you've been watching. I've been, uh, I've been dabbling in The Boys. Um, oh, well, I can this. help you here. Yeah, yeah there you <laughs> go. You um, wrapped up season three. I have not wrapped up season three yet, sorry. I finished episode Ooh. six last night. Here yeah. I guess. Is it done? Season three? Yeah, uh, yes. season three is in the oh. can. Yeah, all, wow. it's all out, all done. Um, yeah, I think like it's, it's just been really good to see shows this year. Like, I would say Stranger Things as well. I'm just kind of really settling into their style and really getting into their stride and mm. just upping the stakes a bit. And um, I really enjoyed, yeah, I've been watching Stranger Things as well and, and saw how that wrapped up. And although I had my issues with the finale, I felt like, okay. um, you know, uh, in terms of like as an overall season, like it felt like a, a good kind of return to form in that mm. kind of fun Stranger mm. Things vibe that the, I've kind of been the waiting boys on. boys tends to have that pressure cooker. Yeah, feeling. and has always had it. It has it from the moment you hit off in episode one, really, mm. and it just, especially with the you know the Homelander character, the yeah. pressure cooker situations, always constantly, absolutely, yeah, expanding and growing. And I, it's I, I think the third season was really strong. Yeah. Um, okay. Great. Relative to, um, look, to be honest, I, I think all three seasons have been consistently pretty solid. Yeah, I um, think that it's like one of the most consistently kind of good shows yeah. on TV at the minute, despite its problems, which it, it has a couple. But yeah, I think it's consistently 
pretty damn decent show. Yeah, yeah. for sure. It's a it's it's a tough show to discuss because it's like that next level crude. Crude. Yeah. Quality. Okay. <laughs> Often, yeah. Like, to the I mean, especially Bl- Blake, that last one. Yeah. Absolutely. I know Blake described the opening of season three, and I was like, "That sounds wild." It's, that was. It's a show wild, that yeah. when I was a teenager, it would have been the talk of the town. Yeah, dude, absolutely. It's, it's got that yeah. perfect Game of Thrones level of like. It feels wrong that I'm watching this, so I love yeah. it that more, okay. that bit more. I guarantee this TV show is spoken about in a ton of boys like change rooms for sure. Like That's just why the amount the of it's they the boys. <laughs> um, yeah, it's just some pure insanity at yeah. times. I'm just like, how do you even think of this stuff? Really? Yeah, yeah, it's wild. <laughs> it is it's wild, but the, you know, like you said, you've just noted on Stranger Things, which. You know, you've both now finished, mm. and I'm on the verge got, of finishing. Oh, yes, so. You've got one episode left, I believe. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you could tell there's probably going to be it. Like, it doesn't surprise me now that there's a fifth season, because it feels like they've warranted having five seasons, which mm. is going into I, season yeah, four, I, I was a little yeah. bit like... Why isn't this the last one? Yeah. Yeah. Especially with the way the clunky release timeline thing. Yeah, that was interesting. Hey, uh, I, I heard that was because of unfinalized VFX, but... Yeah. Um, Apparently, were... those in the morning of, they were still uploading wow. things to the server. Yeah, they've still been patching things like post-release as well. I Jeez, heard like, a like video going game back now. and going in. Yeah, like the the Duffer brothers went back in and changed uh, like one of the dates on one of the home video recordings this season because like, oh because it was of the Will's birthday. birthday. Yeah, oh, no, they should have kept. They should have. So it perfect. makes it so much sadder. He's so sad that whole episode. I and know. I'm like, oh man. Uh, so, so it like it turns out that uh, one of the scenes where they're at like the the roller skating rink or whatever, they cut to like a home video style. Uh, recording yes. and the date on it if you like go back to season one uh, Winona Ryder's character is like talking to Will and she's like oh your birthday's like November 22nd blah 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 and then that was the date of the re- the home video recording <laughs> at the bottom but the Duffers were like oh yeah we just totally forgot that was his birthday we're gonna go back and and uh, what do they See, say I George l- Lucas said they're gonna go back oh, in no. and special Don't effects it. Yeah. The, the thing is I actually just rewatched that episode one doco uh, so oh yeah fascinating. On, on Phantom Menace yeah it. Yeah, the Saturday Night Docker is very similarly raw. I think I, I think I went too far with that one. <laughs> <laughs> no, but like I just love the meta commentary. Like even the writers forgot that it was Will's birthday. Yeah, absolutely. Like, oh, that's hey. so it's... clever. But anyway, they changed yeah. it. That's a, that's a shame. Well, that's fair. Well, I, to you know help with the Carl Urban Bridge, I did actually oh, yes. watch a film with Carl Urban, at least in oh, a voice acting hey, there we go. role. Um, Netflix just dropped a animated uh, film the called The Sea Beast. Oh, oh right. Okay. I remember this. I was making fun of the trailer last week or the week before. Why is that? Just because dunking on like trailers? The, like the music and the pacing was like identical to the Uncharted movie trailer. Oh, like so okay. much so I want to make an edit to show how similar. How similar? Yeah, yeah I mean, we could argue. Are. I mean, like trailer, trailer though, conventions have become... Oh, absolutely. I, There's definitely a trend now, for sure. Yeah, and yeah. to be honest, I would say, and I, I've given it a very favourable score, but I am sitting on that. This is the sort of Mitchells and the Machines of this year. Okay. Where yeah. it's something that's a little bit more out of left. It's probably not as good as the Mitchells versus the Machines, but it, right. it definitely hits the resonance. It's basically what I could describe as Treasure Planet meets... uh, I think someone made a joke. It's like Moana meets Pirates of the Caribbean meets, like, How to Train Your Dragon. And that's kind of right. That's the vibe I got That's a good good mix-up. Yeah, so it's set in a world where, you know, it's a a pirate sort of that sort of time of expansion and stuff. And instead of dragons, they've got really big sea monsters, basically. And there's a sort of a generational... uh, father-son pairing with Carl Urban and um, 
I'm not sure. There's a little girl the... character. Yeah, there is a little girl character um, too, and and to be honest, it's got that dynamic there. So you you probably have seen this kind of movie before, but it was impressive that it was coming out not a, a Disney Pixar realm or a DreamWorks realm. I'm always yeah. anti okay. anti establishment. Yeah, cool. I mean, Sony <laughs> animation 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 any Skywalker. That's what I'm <laughs> <laughs> I think Sony animations really. Like with Sp- mm. Spider Verse and Mitchell and the Machine, yeah, yeah, really standing out. Even now. like a Just... little bit before that, I, I'm a big fan of uh, Cloudy with a Chance of Meatballs. That oh, very yeah. first one's pretty it's fun. Really well yeah, reviewed, yeah. and I was happy. It's a PG rating, so it had a real like. I was immediately in the first twenty minutes. I was like, oh, this has got like way more of like a Sinbad Treasure Planet vibe. Oh man, oh, okay. yeah. On its level of like, it's not going to pull as much punches as like a a chart like a G. Yeah, that's film, it, right? Yeah, you're going nice. straight like, G. Yeah. Like, there's animated blood in it, which was like, oh, oh okay, but it's not on the love, death, and robots level of, like, oh, we're going to okay. watch people get... Goodness, that is a violent show. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because yeah. it's like this, it was like this and the Fincher episode. Just yes, like... I was just thinking of the Fincher episode <laughs> and how nuts and so gory that was, yeah. um, but... Also, he only directs episodes of that show. I think that was the only one he's done, hero, but yeah. he's wow, a, he, okay. exer- he serves and as a producer. And then you get producer. like actor, right, special guest yeah. actor yeah. roles and um, stuff like. I did okay. just remember one thing I watched last week to tie into Richard Linklater. Um, I rewatched uh, Before Sunrise with my uh, with my partner nice. the other week, which is a a gorgeous, gorgeous film. Yep. Um, and just yep. a just such a five out of five and. Yeah. Um, I think it's, it's five it's, out of five to you, man. Absolutely, <laughs> just what a what a perfect Stephen slice broke of life. the five star button with that film. Yeah, <laughs> yeah absolutely. Yeah, man. That's yeah. It's a, it's a gorgeous film, and uh, and Linklater just what a what a fantastic filmmaker. You know, just one of one of the best we have working at the minute. I feel, and uh, yeah. yeah, I think we're lucky to have him. For well, sure. I'm, I'm so glad you mentioned that because like I was talking to someone the other day about. Um, ten and a half or Apollo ten and a half. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And like, I still think his stride is like up here. Like that film yeah, yeah. is so good. It's my favorite film of the year. Oh wow, yeah, yeah. Like even more so than like Everything Everywhere or. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Throwing I, it out there. <laughs> I yeah, <laughs> I really great. enjoyed it. I think I I I didn't love it as much as you. Right. Um. Yeah. Just it didn't draw me in as much as I wanted it to. But I'm definitely willing to give it another shot. Maybe I wasn't right. in the right kind of I, I mindset mean, for it. I was sort of like enamored by it, the way it kind of tricks you almost. Yeah, where it like does, it's yeah. like oh, this opening sequence is oh wait, this is actually the whole movie. Yeah, that's sort of the way that structure unfolds. But the third act, I cannot brag more about the third act and yeah. like the cross cutting editing Absolutely. between what is the moon landing versus what people think they're watching as the moon landing yeah. without spoiling it too much, and the emotionality that's carrying across oh, two absolutely. different time periods and yeah. what it says about the kid's imagination, whether mm. that was an imaginary tale in his head. And That's it, yeah. Like, it's, uh, oh, it's, it's so brilliant. It really is. It's a, a fascinating take, mm. and I think that um, it's also like a, a beautifully done film as well. Like, yeah. Uh, just, uh, it's, it's uh, you know, I've been on a bit of an animation binge, and, oh, very good. Um, you know, it's <laughs> I, I've been hearing a lot of talk about animation not being seen as like, you know, as, as it being seen as a genre and not like a valid form yeah. of oh, art, like a different right? Art yeah, form, right. and I, I think that, uh, no, man, like it, it is, animation is cinema, you know? Like, yeah. uh, it's such a, I don't want to say underrated because like obviously it gets a lot of credit, but man, yeah, we are so, underappreciated. so lucky. Underappreciated, yeah. yeah. We're so lucky with some of the animated films mm. that we have had, like in our, uh, certainly my lifetime, but even like the jump. You're not segueing to Minions, are you? Oh, you got me. You got me. <laughs> God! Minions Rise of Gru, everyone. Let's go. Sorry, you watch it, no, it? I haven't actually seen it. No. Uh, okay, cool. Because I'm actually gonna back oh, this point with a legitimate film, but sure. Um, oh, yeah. Okay. 
Despicable Me 3. Um, no. Uh, <laughs> oh, no. No. Um, so I watched another Netflix animated film. God damn you, Harrison. Um, <laughs> it's actually a French animated film, which gets me excited straight off the bat after I lost my body. I was which just we, about to say I lost my body. Um, yes. It's... Uh, called the Summit of the Gods. Oh, yes, I just Le heard of this de one. Dieu, or the French version. Stephen recommended me this actually. Yeah. Oh, interesting. Well, yeah. both Stephen and I are sitting on pretty favourable scores. Oh, there we so, go. It's about a photo, a photo just, uh, journalist's obsessive quest for the truth of the first expedition of Mount Everest leads him to search uh, for an esteemed climber who went missing. So. This sort of basically touches on very similar points to what the actual film Everest did, mm. uh, the J- Jason Clark uh, film, which Jason Clark, underrated actor, love Jason say. Clark. Yeah. Uh, Speaking, I rewatched Dawn of the Planet of the Apes. The he's the best. Man, he's it so good in that. So yeah. brilliant. Dawn about, is so good, it's man. It's the best one. It's, it uh, is yeah. the best one. Everyone talks about Oldman performance, but his performance is just as impactful. Oldman's no, in it for like five agree. minutes. Yeah, yeah. Oldman is not really. in it that much. I think that uh, oh, Jason Clark's are good in that movie. So is Toby Campbell and Circus and Matt Reeves, everyone. Yeah. I mean, come on. Yeah, it's kind of like it's his Batman level of brooding. Yeah, but, on but top with of, Apes, got, hey. Yeah, but then you got the confidence of like the overgrown, quiet scenes. Half of it's in sign language. With yeah. Subtitles. Oh, man. It's so brilliant. And then, like, you I needed also, to get it. I'm yeah. sorry. <laughs> it was a perfect segue. It Absolutely. really was. And oh, man, I'm just thinking of that shot where it's like mounted on the tank and it like spins around. Oh, my oh, God. Yeah. It's yeah. just insane. Yeah. So, so good. Great way to end that scene, but yeah. Really good animated film, though. It's It yeah, obviously yeah, yeah. has that way more traditional sort of Miyazaki style mm. animation obviously not as quirky with all of the um, sort of supernatural side it's a very grounded realistic film um, and yeah it actually it resonates with you it's sort of like about that addiction to climbing and putting yourself in the, it has that the the tonality of Everest mixed in with the sort of exploration of that why these people do this insane thing like Free Solo and, mm. and the Dawn Wall touches on so um, really good mix, really entertaining animation. Kind of has a very similar visual look to The Swallows of Kabul, which is my favourite film of 2020. Mm. Oh, yeah. That's, I I remember that's on about Moby now. Yeah, yeah. yeah that yeah, film is okay. so good. I loved it. Yeah. You check that one out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's got, it's it's really solid. Um, the only other films I watched, I don't want to talk about it. Talk, watch Shang-Chi. Thank you, Nick. <laughs> oh, you're See catching you up? Slowly. She's doing an MCU oh, binge. Oh, it's just killing me. It's just killing There's so, like... The one thing, uh, the only positive that led me from being this is another thank you two and a half next was I didn't mind. <laughs> There's the a couple of those in the There's MCU. There's nice flowy fight scenes in there. That yeah. Well choreographed. I like Dude, the, that, I think the, the bus. Stuff. Yeah, the yeah. bus yeah. fight in that movie is pretty great. Yeah. yeah that's yeah. I bought into that. That's about it. That's that's pretty much all I could get out of it. Um, I, yeah. Performances are fine. I like Aquafina. I've always liked her in Yeah, she's pretty fun. Do you like her in that film? No. I was going to say, to, like, not compared to Farewell. The Farewell. Yeah, she's is, great. Do in I the still farewell. have it up there? No, I don't. But it's not even just, like, her serious stuff like, with the Farewell. Like, I actually like her in the second Jumanji film. Like, she's in that. Yeah. She's funny. Yeah. She's a funny person. Yeah, like, yeah. She's just, she's clearly directed in, in Shang-Chi to, like, you know, just yeah. overdo she it the made, whole movie. She would have made Mulan, like, like, if the live action Mulan was more like what the, like, the animated version sure, was, she would have yeah. actually made a great. Mulan. Interesting, yeah, okay. yeah. Because she has... Slightly she lighter com- tone, hey, yeah. Yeah, obviously way, way lighter yeah. tone. <laughs> um, I still haven't seen the new Mulan. No, I haven't copped it either, no. Well, no. The, the fact that Eddie Murphy's character's not even in it. Right, yeah. yeah up the tonality they're going for. They're not going for that. He comes in in the after credit scene. 
Does we're building a team. Oh, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> we're building a team. I think that's all I watched other than the film of the week. Oh, oh I finished Obi Wan. Oh yeah, oh, I also finished that. Yeah. Thoughts? Oh man, um, interesting. Yeah, I think that like as a whole, if we're looking at it as like a you know as a whole series. Yeah. Um, yeah, like I don't know if you guys do like ratings out of five or anything. Um, uh, not on the show. Like, we got our letterbox. Yeah, scores, I would say you occasionally know. Occasionally, we bring up our letterbox. I would scores. say it was like good, not great. Like I give it a three. I'll give it like a three. I That's what I was leaning well, towards. Yeah, yeah. Wait, but maybe on a good day, you'd catch me. Maybe going to like a two, you know, a 3.5 <laughs> or whatever, because it's, it's Star Wars, right? It's, yeah, well, it's hard not to think it's a 13 year old writing fan fiction. Exactly, that's what the right? The series is, oh, really. Oh, for sure. And I just felt like so. <laughs> yeah. And I, I guess, like, you know, uh, it's obviously great to see Ewan back, and I'm the world's biggest Joel Edgerton fan. So, yeah, I'm uh, Joel. I, yeah. I like Joel <laughs> McGregor. I've never understood the, particularly his, like, he, I think he's a good actor, yep. but Obi Wan's not the one I think of when I think of you. No, I it's think like of uh, acting. renting. I, think, I was gonna, I was my first, I was gonna say transporting. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Renting, yeah, it's um, just like he's like the go-to lines were just like. So that last episode particularly they, they banked like, on all like the hello there those yeah, those like they did, meme they? they left it all to the very last episode and then they just showered you in it yeah they did which and is I... the exact opposite of the Buzz Lightyear movie where they do that all in the first five minutes right I still haven't every haven't single line and then it calms down after right, that right okay it's um, interesting yeah. it's it was good. Like, yeah, the Joe yeah, absolutely. Sort of home invasion. Yeah, aspect, kind I was of a fun, like, yeah, good, okay, yeah, Brew yeah. and Owen. Like, it's good to see you trying like, <laughs> before, before they turn into skeletons. But like, yeah. of course they're like, of course they have guns and they're cool and they've been, know, you know, they're gonna fend him off. You know, oh, they're, they're so they're sick, so cool, bro. Um, well, you can't just stare intensely. Yeah. At the, the <laughs> he's just standing there with his arms crossed out the front of his house. Like, <laughs> what's it, what's her name? Reva. 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 Uh, the the most undercooked. Villain oh, in his Star Wars. Uh, aunt's... How could you say undercooked Zeke? They oh, literally Raven, get sorry, cooked in episode about, four. Oh my god! No, you're I talking mean, about the villain, right? The, 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 oh, the villain. The, sorry, the, the, the third series. sister. I thought you were talking yeah, about Aunt Peru. So, Reva. I think it's just. <laughs> I also <laughs> thought he was talking about Aunt Peru for a second. <laughs> it's now. the most undercooked. <laughs> she was overcooked. Uh, between, I mean, that and Maul, right? Like, who has like three lines and is basically mm. just the Phantom Menace bad guy because we needed yeah. a bad guy. Like, Yeah, uh, it does feel like they kind of took some stuff from, like, Kylo from Force Awakens. Like, oh, that makes him sort of a compelling villain. He's unpredictable. And they gave her some of those traits. And I felt like some of the stuff that we were getting in Obi-Wan, um, you know, uh, felt like kind of, not necessarily retreads, but things that I've definitely seen before. Like, episode four, where he, like, breaks into the fortress. Like, yeah. I know everyone said this, but... Does really just feel like a level of Jedi Fallen Order? Like apparently, it's like point <laughs> yeah, pretty much, man. Like you, and that's canonical too. Yeah, so it's like, like he swims in, and then like there's a bit with like uh, like Actually, a bit of flooding, and the yeah, it's um, and then like uh, Stephen actually showed me a clip from Star Wars Rebels where they do like the yep, the mask the thing. mask thing, which yeah, I thought I was sick that, in Obi Wan. And then he showed me that after, and I was like, man, like even some of the dialogue's the same. Like, and I just felt then a little bit like, oh, uh, I don't know, it wasn't Obviously, quite a great. I, mean, I think the story in because that's season two of Rebels. So yeah. the trauma comes from Ahsoka's perspective, and they do. I think I mean they handle it so much better in that, but mm. it's obviously it's a different perspective because for her it's her master that she's finding out is Vader, whereas yeah, it's yeah. his student. 
Whereas, I like, like all the people online being like, yeah, but but in Rebels, it's it's the left side of his face, not in yeah, Obi-Wan's the right oh. side, and then his son gets rid of the whole... Mu- I'm oh like, they didn't God. think that far. <laughs> I'm yeah. telling they're, you, they didn't think that far. They'll pick fights with the pass- <laughs> the clear passive progressivism they're trying with, with Reva's character, yeah. and they'll they'll burn that to the, the stake, despite the fact all I'm saying is her character hates Obi-Wan because he's a Jedi... That wasn't there to save them. Like, I totally yeah. is. Did I not like, call that as well, Zeke? Yeah. I don't know if that was an obvious thing to call. But it was like, pretty obvious to call. I guess. It's like I'm isolating for some reason on this particular she one, and then the she chooses back. to kidnap the one daughter that would drive him out of hiding. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. It's, yeah. It's so like, like, is anyone like listening to the plot that I'm listening to right now? Because yeah. is that not the most contra- if, if I'm in a film class and I give you that, <laughs> trip, you're gonna be like, why? But why that character? But why that character? But suddenly, because we put Star Wars on it, we this is why we go, don't mention Star Wars in this podcast. Yeah, yeah sorry, <laughs> sorry everyone. The reality is, that when we brand it with a with a franchise name, we suddenly go boom, and it's like you know, Love and Thunder's coming out, and they're suddenly it's like, already out. I was out. Oh, so it's like, Blake uh, fell asleep watching it. What's well, like Natalie Portman who wasn't happy with her character? <laughs> Natalie Portman fell asleep uh, during the script. I'll speak on behalf of like. <laughs> but it's just like like Natalie Portman's character didn't have powers and now suddenly has powers. And I can't wait for them to try and explain how that yeah, happens. Yeah, yeah, And it will be. She fell into a vat of acid. Uh, <laughs> it's like it's just like, uh, but oh, it's got the big the big Marvel on it, so we're just going to give that a a part. It's just like little things. Like I was on Disney Plus the other day, and mm. I saw Ms. Marvel pop up, and it's just like oh, yeah. an American. I think that finishes Muslim, this week. An American Islam girl, teenage girl, and it's like they're the first four half, words in the half logo. the logline is just describing the ethnicity it's of the protagonist, and I was just like, that is the most lazy marketing on the planet. You're like <laughs> progressive, like it's just like I, I don't get, like I have no problem with it, but it's like when you're being that transparently commercial with it it's just obscene to me like i'm just like i'm here i just want a good story i just don't want a character to show up and hate obi-wan because yeah is it, if, because you open, <laughs> is it, if you open up disney plus in in china the logline okay. would be very different and then and that's the thing <laughs> yeah, and then it, and, yeah and we be. talked about it on our la- like the what was fucking that really bad film um the really bad star wars film what was the last one called? Uh, the Rise of Skywalker. Rise of Skywalker. <laughs> and we were talking about how, like, they cut out the LGBTQ plus... Oh, scene. with, like, Finn the and, kiss. and Poe. The kiss. Yeah. And they... Wait, what? Finn and Is po. that what you were talking about? No, it's just, like, two background characters that kiss. <laughs> and they cut <laughs> it out. You like, can literally, it out literally you just... blink and you miss it. I thought and that it's... was my headcanon of, like, hey, they cut the kiss between Finn and Poe. I'm outraged. <laughs> I'd be more engaged <laughs> if they had that because you'd at least be like, well, at least they right flirted the with each yeah, other. Before any, there's no story left. They do it right at the end, cut the credits. God, they had more chemistry than Ray and Kylo, honestly. Like, I think about it, like, that's the kiss. Oh, song. I forgot. Oh, were, were, I they, forgot were, they, they were they life kiss suck each other? Yeah. Like, <laughs> life kiss suck each other. <laughs> I just remember when me and Zeke went to the movies to watch, was it your brother that we, the three of us? Yeah. We, the whole theater was, this is opening night, so silent. Everyone's just depressed. And then when they kiss, we just hear one. I don't know if, it was, if <laughs> a ten-year-old kid or someone at the front just be like, "Ew!" Oh, that's and the so whole funny. theater is lost. So funny. Our whole theater gasped. They were like, "It happened." And we were like, 
what? Like, <laughs> where did this like come just, from? Just silent, silent uh, steel. I was in the bathroom. What did I miss, guys? Uh, oh, they kissed. It was, it was definitely one of those, as a collective, you're like, man, this movie sucks. Like, we're all watching it. Yeah. And for the, it's like silent unison. You knew no one was happy with the movie they were watching. Like, yeah, absolutely. So, yeah. so non-Star Wars content, yep. everyone. Let's, let's get off the let, Star Wars no, Star train. Wars. We've done, Star Wars doesn't exist anymore. Yep. No, it doesn't. What's the Star Wars, man? I don't know. It's, I, hope, I think it's Star Trek you're thinking Oh, yes, yes, yes. Star year. Trek. So that's, yeah. that's all I've watched. Thanks for this. Uh, there we go. Okay, so, that's good. Well, the yeah. only other thing, because I did manage to get in my dawn of the Planet of the Apes. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Segway in there, which is great. I got it in. The only other thing I'll talk about is Plebs. Which is a sort of a British comedy series. It's actually, Kirsty's favorite show of all time. Wow! So of course, Dan Albany, we got to watch it. Of course, I got to be introduced to this mm. thing. It's very um like Miracle Workers s. Have either, either I don't think either of you've seen Miracle Workers with Daniel Radcliffe. No, I haven't seen it, but I've, I've seen like some clips and stuff. And right, where it's, it's sort like of like modern f- day characters in a in an ancient setting. And yeah, almost like a fish out of water type vibe at times when they switch up the. Right, I switch up the so. seasons and stuff is from what I'm aware of. of yeah, I, mean, I, mean, I haven't seen it. You're but right. Yeah. For Miracle Workers, it's like an info. Each season yeah. is a different time yes, period. Yes, that's it. Sorry, and yeah, it's the yeah. same cast, but they play different characters. Oh, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, sounds, so yeah, with yeah. Plebs, it's sort of a similar thing where it's, okay. it's sort of your free main characters in yep. ancient Rome, but it's it's very much a modern sort of sense of humor and comedy about it. Um, and I, I, I thought it was quite fun. I like the sort of flat dichotomy of you have like your slave characters and your landlords and that, but like the dichotomy or the, the hierarchy is so flat. So it's like mm. part of the comedy is that they're slaves, but they're kind of only half treated like slaves. Whereas oh, it's yeah, kind of yeah, used okay. to just make fun of them, but they're not really slaves. And I just thought it was like a fun little twist there. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's a fun. I've only seen a couple of episodes, so sure. I'll get into it. But um, other than that, that's pretty. I could talk about marrying Mr. Darcy, which is a film that was on TV when we were down there. The most hallmarky hallmark movie of all time. Marrying Mr. Darcy. Yeah, it's about Isn't a girl who marries Mr. Darcy, and it's good because if you turn the TV on halfway through the movie, every scene is the same, where a character just reminds her that she's getting married at the end of the that movie. That sounds like oh. you don't have much to so, add to that. No, yeah, that does she? It. Sorry, can you? Uh, we're going to talk spoilers here. Does she get married at the end of the movie to Mr. Darcy? It's funny because we had to leave. What? Then we, no, I'm saying like, yeah, we had to leave the house, so we so you didn't get to see. We couldn't watch the end of the movie. But I turned around and I said, don't worry, it ends and they get married. I don't need to see it to know they get married. Although, eventually, I did Google it because I was well, so desperate. They get I was so desperate. They get married twice. <gasps> because. So nice, they got married twice. I know. This is this is it. Because she's marrying into a very like rich family. But she's just a humble school teacher. She doesn't want mm. a fancy wedding. 600 guests. No, hubby. I only want like 30 guests. So that's sort of the, right, the, okay. the, the, the tug and pull there. Mm. And then... You know the the mother-in-law. Where's you got to wear this, Mister Darcy. Yeah, uh, I, I, I he comes in a, every now and then. Yeah, I could I could use a six hundred person wedding. Six hundred person wedding. So as the two wedding the two wedding sitch like they had like a smaller intimate one and then like a big one. Yes, because she That's wore the she wore okay. the there's the dress that she really loved and then the dress that is basically identical but has more floral patterns right. on it. That's like the fancy dress she has to wear. She has to wear it. And she ends up wearing both in two different ones. Yeah, Yeah. that's it. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) We could go on about marrying Mr. Darcy all day long. Um, I think we've we've exhausted this one. Absolutely. (laughs) Much like the greeting cards they have. They're quick, fleeting, and we move on. (laughs) Yeah, it's called Marrying Mr. Darcy. You know, the spoilers in the title. (laughs) Like... (laughs) 
<laughs> I wonder who she's going to marry. Well, this know. is now the part of where we jump into career updates. And it, oh. it indeed is. I personally have no career updates. Oh, well, that, that's Thankfully, okay. we have a guest. We do. Okay. I mean, every time we have a guest yeah. and we get to career updates, it's like, just take it away. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, there, there, there is, there is a, a cool reason that we got you on for this particular week. Yes, yeah. For the podcast. Mm. If there's anything you want to... Maybe give a shout out or talk about that. You oh, yeah, man, absolutely. Um, well, firstly, uh, thank you so much for having me on, boys. It is oh, okay. really exciting to be here. Um, yeah, I mean, I, the main reason is to come on and talk about School of Rock, but the little uh, ulterior reason, not really Whoa! ulterior, but you know, uh, I'm here to Secret do a little move. bit of plug in. Um, yeah. You're coming around so, the block. Uh, I am, I am. Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, so, yeah, basically, uh, I have a short film that I wrote and directed uh, called Paper Route, and it's a little coming-of-age tale about these two paper boys who one day on their Saturday morning paper route um, basically... Get into trouble? Do a big mistake, mm. and uh, the rest of the film, I don't want to spoil it, but, you know, yeah. it's, I guess, them trying to rectify that. Um, and, yeah, it's uh, it's playing as a part of... Revelation Film Festival here in Perth. Uh, we, golf clap, golf clap. Yeah, golf clap, everyone. Golf yeah, clap. yeah. Um, and we are part of the, um, <laughs> I believe, Pursuit of Compassion Yeah, I've showcase. got it for you. Pursuit yep. of Compassion Showcase at uh, Luna Leaderville this Saturday the 16th. Saturday the 16th, we will be at Luna Leaderville. Um, we just had a screening at the Backlot last Saturday, yes. um, which was the same showcase. Um, and yeah, we're up with some films that I'm actually really excited to see. Yeah. Um, Do you want me to list them off for everyone? Uh, you can, man. Feel free to list them absolutely. off, absolutely. Some of the other films playing this Saturday include Who Are You Trying to Impress? Of course, with a question mark. Gotta have Ooh, a question of mark. Course. Through Your Eyes, The Honeymoon Phase, Almonds, Flamingo, Tooley, T-O-O-L-Y, uh, Never Alone, Linger, and Good Nights. So that all starts at... 1.50 p.m. 1.50 p.m., yeah. And so mm. they'll be playing back-to-back. Not all at once, you know. You won't have to try and focus on one film at a time. They are playing back-to-back. <laughs> they're, all, they're all at 15% yeah. capacity. They're like each all other. nine films on one screen, and you have to, like, <laughs> tune into which one you want to watch. The audio, uh, <laughs> the audio the is just overlapping. Wild, yeah. It's like, sorry, guys, we could only get stereo. It's uh, 7.1, but one <laughs> each track is a different film soundtrack. <laughs> uh, but, uh, but yeah, uh, we'll, be, we'll be playing Paper out there. Please come along. If you can, I think that um, Paper Out is a you know a good little film, but maybe I'm biased. Uh, but there's also it looks like there's <laughs> going to be some some great other films there too by some filmmakers that I actually you know really respect, and it's it's kind of an honor to be even in the same showcase as them. So I was going to uh, ask you, yeah. do you know any of those other films play? Uh, well, Good Night is uh, one done by David Vincent Smith, who I think is uh, is a really great Perth director. He's um, done some really exciting shorts, like uh, he wrote. The short film Featherweight. Um, and oh, then, I've seen yeah, yeah, yeah. And then he yeah. uh, wrote and directed, I believe, uh, a film about addiction called I'm Not Hurting You, which uh, I saw at mm. uh, Cinefest last year. Um, and I, I thought it was, you know, both of those films were just fantastic. And I found myself really engrossed in them. And, um, you know, uh, yeah, kind of a, it was a big realization in like, you know, what kind of shorts can be happening in Perth. And, yeah, yeah. And uh, what we're certainly capable of here. But, yeah, I, I'm I'm pretty stoked, hey, to to have a film playing on the big screen. Anyone that's you know made a film mm. knows how exciting that is, and mm. and uh, you know I think the movie itself, Paper Out, like is a bit of a ride. So it'll be really fun to kind of hear the audience reactions and and just oh, kind of be be, be there for the ride with them. But yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm really well, because I don't want to spoil too much about course, the yeah. screening that I saw. Because like, you're going to watch this the second we finish recording. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So that's a bit exciting, but I caught it. 
what was it april yeah we did, no i think it was march actually yeah oh, march. yeah wow. it was we, we smashed out that edit yeah so uh i was gonna say because i remember had a little, you, like, you telling me about this film before you, i think you even wrote it yeah i think set for a yeah. film that is still not out <laughs> yeah oh yes absolutely yeah yeah yeah. we'll uh we'll talk about that one later but oh yeah. Uh, yeah um that was one i think i was thinking about it or in the process of writing it i think i maybe had a draft or two done but, sure yeah um yeah this movie like I, I you know pretty much like almost two years from the time it was conceived to um the time it was finally exported um, and it's just a, a really satisfying feeling. I think any creative kind of knows this to kind of have something and, and put so much of your soul into it. And, you know, you're almost kind of raising a child in a sense and yeah. you see it through and then, you know, now you're kind of done with it and it's like, well, okay, now it's grown up and it gets to go out into the real world and be seen by, by people. And yeah, I just hope that, you know, um, that people connect with it in some capacity and, um, if not, that's okay. But, yeah. you know, that's the hope, right? That, that people well, yeah, well, find that, something to take away from it. And that's they, it. Because yeah. that, that March screening that I saw was just the, the way the audience... With I don't want to... Again, I really don't want to spoil it for Zeke, but, like, the way it shifts yeah, yeah, in yeah. such a controlled way... Yeah, it's quite a really tone shift impressive. in it, yeah. yeah, where you get everyone you, man. from, like... I'm going to do hand gestures, so... <laughs> yep, yep. So if you're listening, good luck. Yep. But like, you bring the audience from up, up here and then you bring them down here within, what, 15 minutes or so? Uh, yeah, I think uh, 13 without credits. Yeah, so 14 okay. with credits. Uh, but yeah, that's, uh, that's well, the it, The credit's man. not part of uh, shifting the audience mindset. Oh, they might be, yeah. It's <laughs> <laughs> definitely processing time. Um, but yeah, I uh, yeah, absolutely, man. Yeah, I think that the, the tone shift in that one is, is part of why it is so exciting uh to you know hear that it's going to be screened in a theater because like that's that's the best way to lock into a movie you know sitting in a dark room with a bunch of strangers connecting over the shared thing you're watching hopefully not on their phones hopefully not on their phones (laughs) if i see anyone i have to yell at more more old ladies (laughs) before we move into the second half of the show from that Set. Yes. Was yeah. there any funny stories you want to alleviate us Ooh, with before moving into the funny part of the show? set like stories? Question. Interesting. Yeah. Um, gosh, I might need to have a think on this one. Um, so you can get back to us towards the end of the show. If you want okay. To leave yeah, us with yeah. a let with me, a funny anecdote. Let me have a think on this one. I'll marinate on it. There we go. Beautiful. Okay. You're not going to marry Mr. Darcy Eight on it. Wow. Okay. Moving on. Wow. It's time for us to move into our <laughs> film of the week. But Jake, what are we watching? Let's move on so quickly after that, <laughs> that segue. This week on the show, we're watching School of Rock. Now at the most prestigious prep school in the country. Yes, Tinkerbell. That poster charts everyone's performance. Where the students are rewarded for following the rules. What kind of a sick school is this? He's going to teach them a lesson. There will be no gold stars or demerits that will rock their world. It's called Rock Band. Is this a school project? It will go on your permanent record. Hello, Harvard, yo. You, what's your name? Zach. You ever play electric guitar? My dad won't let me. Zach, do not walk away from me when I'm talking to you. What makes you mad more than anything in the world? No allowance, chores, bullies. All you bullies get out of my way, cause I am really ticked off. Mr. Schneebly, just wanted to say, that was a really cool lesson today. Oh, thanks, dude. All they wanted was an education. They're going to laugh at me. You have an incredible singing voice. People are going to dig you, I swear. Okay. What they got... Clear. ...was a revolution. I've just been informed that all of your children are missing. And if you want to be a teacher... Jack Black. 
it will test your head and your mind and your brain. Fired from his band and hard up for cash, guitarist and vocalist Dewey Finn finangles away. Finangles? Finangles? Finangles. Finangles away into a job as a fifth grade substitute teacher at a private school where he secretly begins teaching his students the finer points of rock and roll. That's a, that's a I'm going to end it there because it that's goes a on a little longer, but I oh, feel like that's good. That's right? good. That's Leave a, it there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, weird they do those full, like, it's almost borderline synopsis. I'm like, you're telling yeah. me half the plot, mate. Yeah, yeah. We're in the third act here. You keep reading the logline, and by the time yeah. they get to the battle of the bands, <laughs> the parents do this nut. Uh, <laughs> teacher comes in and changes the way of students. That's that's a plot that's never happened that's, before. That's uh, never happened before. Well, I will say something I'm actually surprised doesn't happen more often is the dynamic where the kids are more mature than the the teacher. That's interesting. Hey? Other than yeah. like maybe bad teacher, which I yeah haven't bad seen, teacher, but-, <laughs> but that's such like going for a studio comedy angle, you know what I sure, mean? Whereas yeah. I think that this, um, firstly, I love this movie so so much. Um, I think mm. it's a it's a great film, and I think that. It is one of the, yeah, we are talking about before, like one of those films that like mainly a classroom film with an unorthodox teacher, you know, something mm-hmm. like a Dead Poets Society or something like that. Oh, yeah. I think like owes a lot. I think this movie owes a lot to something like Dead Poets, um, especially, I mean, maybe this because this is fresh in my mind because I you watched Dead it. Poets for the first time. First like, time. Yeah, I'd oh, never seen it before, yes. man. And um, it's Peter a William. great, great film. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I think, uh, you know, there are, there are elements of even just in terms of camera work and a little bit of Jack Black's performance, like I think there's such a warmth that he has as a performer mm. um, that, you know, if you think yeah. about it, um, Dewey Finn as a character kind of doing some, some not great Illegal things. things. <laughs> like, you know, he's well, I made a joke while I watched it. I was like, as someone who's going into the teaching profession, it's like, yeah, you just like, you couldn't think of a worse, like a situation. Kind of, yeah. <laughs> for this guy faking to be another teacher doesn't have any of like the, police clearances <laughs> coming into an, un, like, a, an early childhood, like, Yeah. Oh, classroom. man, it's so nuts. And it's like, he's essentially, like, you know, almost manipulating these kids for his own, like, benefit, trying to is, assemble yeah. them into a band. But there is something about Black's yeah. warmth that makes Dewey still a little bit likable. And you yeah. still kind of, you know, you, you are you rooting for him com- still a little bit, yeah. right? You, can, you can't completely put your finger on it, but like, something yeah. about his performance makes all of this okay. And yes, it's not yeah. even it's not even doing the Apollo ten and a half thing of like, oh, well, it's from a child's perspective. What if a child just went to school and learned how to play rock music? Yeah, like, yeah. It's going the other direction, which is even harder to pull off. Yeah. Which is like from from his perspective, the loser guy who's taking advantage of kids. Yeah. And like Jack Black, who's I think is perfect for oh, this man, role. This is a career best performance for me. I think yeah. it's like a crime he didn't get um, like enough awards attention for this. Yeah. I think he only got a right. Golden Globe nom, but man, oh, I think for like he's a comedy performance. Yeah, yeah, I think he's just so great in this, and it's also a credit to his friends, uh, Mike White uh, yes. and Richard Linklater, who I'm, I'm sure saw something in him, and the, like this role is just like so perfect for him. Yeah, you know? I, I think this sits in the same realm as something like um, Sandler's performances with with uncut and even yep. hustle that just came yeah, out. Right, yeah, right, yeah, And um, Jim Carrey with particularly um, Truman Show, yes. where it's, um, it has that perfect balance of um, comedy and seriousness. Maybe yeah. not to the same extent Sincer- as something yeah. like Uncut Gems, but yeah, yeah. like, in particular, it definitely has that lightheartedness, no, absolutely, emotional yeah. resonance, but it also isn't too much Jack Black yep. comedy. Yeah, that's it. You know, like, 
you know, you watch something like, you know, terrible example, but you watch Gulliver's Travels, for instance. Yeah, it's just no, like, no, I would say that's a terrible example at all. Uh, yeah, that's like... too much. That's it. It's like yeah. wall-to-wall Jack Black being um, funny. Yeah, Whereas like, I think this is a... There's a purpose yeah. for it here because it's it's not necessarily to entertain the kids. It is still no, like yeah. Dewey's personality. He's yes. not like acting for the kids. Yeah, yeah. But it's just a perfect amalgamation of his silly yeah yeah you know, bombastic I, love like, for rock music that the kids can't help but yeah. appreciate yeah, yeah 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 and i think that that's like still having that sense of grounded realism there even yeah. though it's a very fictional realism like yeah. i mean like you said there's more legal documentation it probably should be absolute, a lot more paperwork a lot yeah. boring very quickly <laughs> but it, it it's one of those things where it's like i don't think he was been this entertaining or this funny for me personally until Jumanji came out, where it's like, yeah, oh, right, okay, using yeah, him yeah, kind of correctly, but in an on, a ensemble framework, where right. like yeah. he's not the full like every. I guess Tropic Thunder too. I think he's very funny in Tropic Thunder. Yeah, he's great. But, but, but part yeah. of a every wider wa- cast, it's a wider yeah. cast, thing. and having more. You're right. More than those films, this one he carries. I mean, the kids are all excellent. Yeah, of course. But he carries. Like this, this movie doesn't work unless Jack Black is on point. Exactly. Well. exactly. Like yeah, and that's full credit to Linklater. Oh, absolutely. Somehow managing man. to. And it's funny because he goes and does this and then two years later he goes and does Bad News Bears, which I talked about a couple uh, oh, weeks ago. Yo, right? I didn't even know that Linklater did Bad News Bears. Yeah. Really? Okay. The Billy Bob Thornton one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where it's like, I think he's trying to do a similar thing with Billy Bob, but it just doesn't really yeah, work. Yeah, sure. Because it's a, a poor role model taking on a yep. role model position. Yep. Um, except at that point he's like handling young teens and he's also like drinking and taking them to hooters and stuff like yeah, that yeah that's it's right that is an actual okay. point of that movie yeah, yeah. just like oh <laughs> and it works in apollo 10 and a half where they show how unsafe they were with kids because that's just what it was like in the late 60s and yeah, 70s yeah, yeah. yeah you frame it in a 21st century framework it's like oh you can't have kids in the back of a truck or even in this one where they're like shoveling them into the van you're like <laughs> that's probably good you sit there and you're just like oh I don't know about that. Like, <laughs> I think I think the film, in terms of what it doesn't do, it doesn't highlight like all the kids like creeping into a van and they were. Just, yeah, it doesn't yeah, yeah. like highlight does, that. There's a whole scene where no, like, there's the bit where they go into the other people's van, yeah, right? Yeah, and and he takes this sudden snaps into the sudden teacher role. Yeah, yeah. it's the most like parenty he ever gets in the film. It's yeah, with Freddie yeah, in the yeah. van. Yeah. I don't think he's ever menacing though. You see, the one thing no, was, absolutely, so this yeah. Is the, the one part that really I really liked about the film was that at first it felt like a selfish intent to get back at his band, but it became very quickly very just about quickly. fostering the talent of the children. Yeah, absolutely. Like, hey, yeah. And he doesn't... He becomes more that nourishment Robin Williams dead poet Absolutely, yeah. Rather than a, I'm just trying to get back at my... There's no low point in this film, really. Like, the oh, low point is yeah, he gets the, removed from his yes, job. Yes, yeah, 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 yeah. But it's not... The kids don't ever hate him. The kids actually never. The ki- yeah, him. that's yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. That's true. Yeah, no, there's yeah. Never the a point kids where all... the kids all rebel against him, like, like yeah. screw yeah. him, like oh you lied. Like when they find out he lied, they don't care. They're like, <laughs> oh what? His name wasn't Mister Schneebly? Like uh, what was <laughs> his real was name? Uh, was Dewey like, something. Yeah. yeah. So and I find that really interesting because I thought I thought it was beat for beat, and then that was the one bit that caught me off. And then like when he's pulling Zach up, and he's immediately Zach's writing a song, and he's like, no, we're using your song. We're working oh, on your so song. Oh, it's so good. Yeah. Like he doesn't even. It really is the love of rock and yeah. the love of the the artistry behind it. Rather, and he doesn't. It's not an ego thing. For him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Um, in fact, he's a from the get go. He's an abject, like he's an objective rejection, like of ego. And yeah. The facade and the capitalistic notions 
of music making. He's totally about the art. Yeah. He really is more like your granddad who's sitting there going, oh, this isn't music nowadays. This is what music was. You guys tell me you've never gotten the let out? (laughs) (laughs) Which is funny because, like, for the most part, not not that every song in this film is, like, hyper-contemporary, but it's like, it isn't, like, you know, back in my day, it's like, it's still music that's still pretty relevant. Yeah, you've all heard of the dance he's on about. Yeah. He's it's like, like it wasn't a, like ACDC's Ancient by 2003. <laughs> I've never you know? heard of him. What? What? It was ACDC. Yeah. It's one of the easiest watching films. Oh, absolutely. Man. I can see yeah. why you log it like 30 times a year. I watch it a lot, yeah. <laughs> it's um, it's actually my girlfriend's like favorite movie ever. So, it, um, oh, okay. you know, as a comfort film, it definitely goes on a lot. And, uh, you made a couple of jokes and it kept popping up on your, uh, <laughs> on on your letterbox. letterbox yeah. Like, uh, this is like your rocks back on my head. It is, absolutely, yeah. It very quickly has become a safety blanket because it's a it's one of those movies man that you know it is i wouldn't describe it as like a feel-good movie but it, you feel good after you know what i mean and it's a yeah, warm vibe it totally is a feel-good movie you reckon oh I, I, yeah no it is absolutely yeah, yeah it is a feel-good movie but it's not one of the ones that i would you know if it's, anyone's it's like not like an overly cheesy best, one though yeah like what's it's, like your best feel-good movie like i don't know if this would be like my number one pick you know what i mean right but yeah it's certainly such a fun time and and uh, man, yeah, it's just a just absolute treat to watch. I feel. I think that part of it is like what you said, Zeke, where it's like the the actual relationship between him and the kids. It sort of only grows and grows and grows, and never there is never the low point specifically yeah. between them. Obviously, yeah. it's caught out at yeah. first. But at I first think that he simply his journey is from laziness to like teaching something, yeah. productivity. <laughs> really, that's that's what he and responsibility. Yeah. Like, He's the one who actually comes of age, not the kids, really. Yeah. Yeah. No, absolutely, yeah, and it's great. And also, like, very quickly, it's, yeah, so amazing that Linklater got such great performances out of these kids. Yes. And also, like, on top of that, like, a, quite a diverse, like, cast of kids as well for the time. Yeah, and it's, it is one of those things where you sort of, like, well, I mean, when especially when you go into a classroom, it's, like, diversity kind of goes unspoken. So it's, like, yeah. it is interesting, like, when you look at some of those classroom dramas and it, it made sense in the context of, of dead poet society. Cause it's prep school. Yep. It's a yeah, upper yeah. echelon. School. It was saying something about it in that. Yes. Film. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This one's well, definitely challenging rock. that it is, notion. It, it's still oh, yeah. a prep yeah. school, but yes. it, lo- it yeah, looks yeah. like a normal, more normal classroom. Yeah, absolutely. Classroom. Yeah. yeah. Um, I just think it's like nice to see and has also kind of helped it. Um, like, I think it's a movie that's aged really well, you know, yes. I think that, yeah. Um. Uh. It still is just as funny as it was when I, you know, yeah. saw it in the in the cinemas. I think like with my uncle and uh, it looks like the kids are having fun. It too. does that's absolutely. Oh that's yeah. the key, right? It, yeah. Particularly in that last performance when they're all on the oh, stage. Man. Yeah. It yeah. feels and it's funny now because it's been adapted to be a musical. But yeah. Yep. Like especially that, like it almost felt like the kids didn't realize they were making a film they were just performing for yeah. a really big room of people yeah yeah and they were just having fun with it because it's like the security guard boys are like they're yeah, having a great yeah. they're having just a great <laughs> time but that, oh yeah but that's again part of the feel good is like every kid like the whole i mean that's that's the first real inkling with dookie dookie oh my god dookie, with dookie's um dookie dookie um <laughs> he's sort of um What's the word I'm thinking of? Where he feels bad because you know, oh, you're saying we're he not in the, the band. Yeah, immediately yeah, yeah. like understands that feeling of okay, I've got to flip this because this is yes, how I felt. And that's such a great moment. And as well, not yeah. only does everyone get a role that they like, if they didn't, you know, there's a couple of kids who 
they roll they roll swap. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because they they would feel better and fit in better with That's this role. Yeah, instead. Like the one who becomes a stylus and yeah, exactly, yeah of course yeah. you can fancy pants. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but it is, and, and and he does that thing where it's like you know even when you take from a teaching point of view where they teach you how to build kids up, you always find something good. Yeah, to, and make them feel strength based approach. Yeah, strength based yeah. approach, yeah, and it's absolutely. just like. He's he's basically he's being a teacher without realizing. That's it, right? Yeah. yeah, that's the beauty of it. It's like while he's getting so enthusiastic about his music, he is teaching these kids and taking a genuine care to them um, yeah. and guiding them through this. And uh, and because yeah. he actually legitimately, and even when they can't do it right the first time, he doesn't go. That's like he doesn't whiplash yeah, them. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Just school smacking them on the head. Yeah, school of rock versus whiplash. That is a great. That sketch would be right a great whip. Uh, great whiplash. That'd yeah. be a great sketch. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. No, but to your point, it's like he is a great teacher because he doesn't shut down ideas. Even when something's wrong, he sort of makes a joke. Even like that. Oh, that's wrong, but that sounds like George of the Jungle. He makes a joke out of it. Yeah. Before like the, the actual like direction as a teacher. Yeah, is really yeah, yeah. calm and, and clever and, and respects the kids. And... Yeah. I know we're jumping all over the place a little bit, but to, to talk bit. about the, <laughs> the ending of the film and the final battle of the mm. bands thing, uh, I think it's great that they do kind of hit us with the with the Rocky one of them technically losing. Yes. But, you know, they've still won something. Okay, you know, maybe the real school of rock was the friends we made along the way, etc. Yeah. But, like, <laughs> I think that's that's really great because in the end it is it does show what the movie was all about, which was it was always about the music first. You yeah. know what I mean? always about the yeah, art and, and, and people power through that music. that's it man yeah and it was never about them winning the battle of the bands even though he gets into it because he wants to win no he ends up leaving that yeah. uh, having like touched these kids you know and I'm pretty sure that they touched him too um, <laughs> <laughs> it's such a great line man it's so good um, oh god yeah <laughs> The lines in this film oh, are so There's good. Oh, man, so many good ones I could quote for days. Like, We're already on to the... So just verbal abuse? Yeah, so just... <laughs> I have no problem smacking them on the head. <laughs> okay, so just verbal abuse? Yep. One of my one of my favourite lines, so underappreciated, is um, during Cusack. The very first scene we see her yelling at a kid, which is probably the only scene that kind of feels a little wedged in there to show she's like a bossy principal. Yeah, yeah. She, and she's like... Would you like a hug? And she's like, ah! Yeah, and the girl runs away. <laughs> it's so good. That's, I it's thought that's like, underappreciated. A, I have to admit, I'm, like, if I was to pick holes at this Please, film, yeah, please. I'm not the biggest fan of, of Joan Cusack's performance or even more Sarah Silverman's uh, okay. portrayal oh, yeah. is so... Uh, that was the she's, same way I was meant to do she's earlier. She's extremely unlikable in this. But she's like, <laughs> yeah. too unlikable. That's it, like, yeah. You would wonder how... Oh, what's his friend's name? Mike like White? Ned Schneebly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah, yeah. How, yeah, Ned Schle- yeah. yeah, Ned Schneebly, yeah. <laughs> Why don't you just call me Mr. Say, like, S? How, <laughs> how that trio dynamic works in the first place or ever worked. It's yeah. just from the get-go, she's just not likable at all and it's just not believable that dynam- that living dynamic yeah. would exist. I, it, it's, I wonder how many like months it had been that had been going on together. for, yeah. But, but like from the very tiny little hints at what the relationship would be just those two you can see she sort of has a respect for him like oh Ned has the most you know the, the most responsible job there is or whatever the line yeah. so like she clearly has a respect for him and then we see he just like I need a girlfriend man just come on with some money please yeah 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 so like, we get that dynamic and how Dewey sort of gets in the way of the free but there is I was looking for I was like is there any scene where Sarah Silverman sort of 
Nah. Chills out. It's like, no, that thing nah, doesn't dude, exist. She's 110% she the whole 100, time. How good would it be if she just came to that final battle of the band? So maybe she just had a, a good time. Just a little Yeah, bit you see her crack a smile or something. Yeah. You'd be like, yeah, that's all right. We'll we'll, we'll, we've closed all the arcs here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and Q, during Cusack's performance, it's just kind of like... It's, it's funny because when I was watching this, I was just... All I was thinking was... was Black chose it because of his performance in High Fidelity. Is that or is that? Yeah, Fidelity? interesting. Like, yeah, I don't know. If Fidelity came after. I think um, Fidelity. No, Fidelity was before. I think. Yeah. Um, but there is a lot of similarity there. You're completely right. Yeah. Now I'm thinking about it. And yeah. it was it was interesting because it was. Um, I don't know. I just thought like that first scene is quite humorous, and I actually like the scene where she's addressing all the parents after all the kids have left. And yeah. She's just, <laughs> oh, she's just your broken. Yeah, 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 yeah. She's broken. <laughs> <laughs> She yeah. doesn't know how to handle it. She's but, just or like after and... after the concert when he's like, "Oh wait, you're not mad." She's like, "No, I'm, I'm furious, I'm but furious. it was amazing." And I was, that you guys was are as, so great. As a child, that blew my mind. I was like, "That's Jesse from Toy Story." It's <laughs> yeah, always yeah, that yeah. scene that reminds me of yelling. Uh, yeah. It's the voice, absolutely. Yeah. And, uh, and uh, Chick- she was in Chicken Little as well from memory, right? Right. Yeah, yeah. I, think I did see that pop up on a Joan Cusack yeah. on that animation bank. You know, I will yeah. say I was meant to segue <laughs> this earlier with when I was watching Mister Show. Oh, I, was, yeah, yeah. I was about to say Mr. Show in the 90s. It's like, I didn't watch it in the 90s. Yeah. It just existed in the 90s. Yeah, yeah. Um, but that both Jack Black and Sarah Silverman are in that first season of Mr. Yeah, Show. Yeah, right. Okay, yeah, yeah. So that that was sort of the era that were, I think they were just coming up There's in. There's a lot of, a lot of overlap, looks yeah. Like no different. Yeah, she's barely <laughs> aged, hey, yeah. <laughs> I'm just like, look at I'm like, wow. Uh, same. I feel, I feel like Jack Black like tr- purposely ages himself. I think yeah. he looks in the mirror and he's like, "How can I look even older today?" Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna grow let this beard great grow big out. beard. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, man. Yeah. I think this movie is just such a treat to watch. Hey, you know, it's a bit of fun. Yeah, fun. it is a bit of fun. It's, um, it's, yeah, I just want to say fifteen thousand dollars a year for prep school. Oh. Like, you adjust that for inflation. Oi, That's oi, more oi. than our yeah, film degrees yeah, cost. So the realism goes out the window. Because if your parent was paying 15000 a year and all you got was rock theory, you'd be very angry. Yeah, you'd be fuming. Yeah. Dude. Unless Absolutely. they made that money back. They'd make a band and... Oh, yeah, they could. He's got his, like, a spoiler, but in the end, you know, he's got yeah. his little music teaching thing. That is a perfect ending. It is nice. That is hey, such a perfect Because you're nice. right, like, as, as a teacher, in terms of teaching methods and getting kids involved, it's perfect. Yeah, he absolutely. is so on point. He d- he sort of self discovers that with his yeah, family, yeah, yeah. and then to end it on like, oh no, he is going to be a music teacher. Yep, M- more legally. Hopefully he's a <laughs> yeah, yeah. 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 Well, they, they hopefully the he's where licensed. He goes, he's working with children. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> During the credits, he's there at the post office. Like, oh, I need four forms of ID. <laughs> <laughs> There's only eighty points. Damn it. <laughs> oh, it's the worst. But then, but then Ned Schneebly, uh, he's also sort of because he's very resistant to this idea of going back into the band, and he's like, "I'm a working stiff now. I'm not a satanic yeah, sex that's god right. anymore." Yeah, yeah. yeah, fun fact, actually, in that photo that like Jack oh, yeah. Black shows, the third dude is uh, the director Richard Linklater. Oh, I didn't yeah, notice yeah, yeah. that. He's like, "What? You're so used they to be all a... really good friends, are they?" I, th- I, I I'm not entirely so. sure. I know that Mike White and Jack Black definitely. Oh, really? uh, I mean, they got rhyming names, you know. They they gotta be <laughs> friends. Um, but uh, I'm sure that I'm sure that like they would have been tied right. Lingo you know? was has always been pretty good with his with cast. his actors, like, especially and stuff, those yeah. earlier years. He, you know, like I mean, we always talk about the Hawk, yes, Delphi um, Link collaboration, yeah, between yeah. those. Um, That's at least the last two films. Right the first film was where the contentious 
debacle happened, right? Well, more so like who got paid and yeah. credited and stuff. But oh, was the, this with but, the first before film? I mean, yeah, because just because I don't think they got writing credits in that. First oh, one, right, yeah, yeah, yeah. They even kind though of they, worked, yeah, and, yeah. Because I remember watching it being like, oh, that's cool. They're getting more involved as they go along. It's like, well, yes. they were involved the whole time. They were just not getting credited and not getting paid as quick as they did. Absolutely, yeah, oh, yeah, for After sure. Nine years, but, <laughs> <laughs> but no, within one film, you're correct. Yes. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, I get what you yeah. Mean. Yeah. But yeah, no, no, it's funny because like this film is such a staple in my childhood. And, like, yeah, me too, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Up there with like Aeroplane and Dodgeball, this was just on repeat all the time. Yeah, me and I my can see how this is in Dodgeball would almost you grow into from one to the other. Yeah, 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 absolutely, yeah. Which is funny because like the in- the actual humor itself in terms of like crudeness, they're they're very different. Yeah, definitely. Like yeah. I would say, Dodgeball's far more cruder and ruder, and yeah. you know, your more raunchy comedy. Whereas yeah. this one's like. You know, it's, I wouldn't accessible. say goofy, but you know, like it's Jack Black goofing yeah, about it's, here it's and there. The early two thousand films, particularly the comedy films, all had like a picture on a white background. Yes, <laughs> yep, or like some sort of wild background, or like a I don't know why am I thinking of the poster for Zoolander as well? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like that kind of iconic. <laughs> there's something about it, man. There is something there about the that era. Yeah, Dodgeball had the white background, didn't yeah, it? That's yeah, what I think it about. did. Yeah, oh, right. it was like, like I'm pretty sure Shallow Howe had one too. And yeah, actually, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like they all had like it was just. White I'm, I'm sure there's like a letterbox list somewhere, and the list is about something totally different, but it's organized by um, color correction yeah, of the yeah, poster. Yeah. I'm sure someone's done yeah. that um, before. But, this movie's got a what I think is a great soundtrack. Do you guys have like a favorite song from it or a favorite ooh. kind of needle drop in it? You know what I want to say. No Vacancy, the band. Not... I know they're the villains yeah, of the yeah. story, <laughs> but I dig that tune. Yeah, yeah, which one? The, is that the, the, the one they actually perform. At the end, yeah. Yeah. But you can hear it at the start when he's coming you up can. the steps. Yeah, it's yeah, the same yeah, you song. can. I think that's cool. Read between the lines, Steel. <laughs> Read between, Read between the, the lines! lines. <laughs> um, I like Teacher's Pet. Yeah, nice. Yeah, yeah. I like yeah. Like it's, it's it is a very a, fun. It's like, a child pop great song. sequence. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and yeah. I and, think, the, and immigrant song you just shout out just because of like yeah. the you effort they went through to. to get to it. Yes, yeah. absolutely. I'm a big Bowie guy, so uh, the Moon Age Daydream uh, oh, drop nice. when he's driving in the van, like you know, is always kind of fun. But uh, yeah, yeah, man, Teacher's Pet's a great, great track. You know, yeah. it has no right to be as good as it is. Yeah, but it's a good, a good, yeah. a good yeah. tune, man. Yeah. Well, that's. Uh, do we have anything else? <laughs> yeah, sorry. No, I know we're all kind of positive know, on the film. <laughs> I know, no, it's getting fun. Well, I'm, I'm trying to think of all the characters, but I mean, obviously some of the kids, but it's a lot of it's just insecurities that Jack Black works yeah, yeah, yeah. through. So it's yeah, really nice. What's really nice to, yeah, Lawrence with Mr. Cool, and uh, yeah. it's even nice to kind of see, like, you know, they have that chat about, like, being chubby with, um, yeah, yeah. Uh, with the young girl, and he's like, you know, uh, name here. you know, uh, they talk about Aretha Franklin, and he tells her the great stories, like, but oh, Everybody oh, yeah. wanted to party with Aretha, yeah. and he's like, "But you know who Tamika. else likes to eat?" Tamika, Tamika yeah. yeah, the character you know, name. Yeah, he's like me. I like to eat, you know. And he's like, "Is going that such on. a crime?" Yeah, <laughs> that's it. Yeah, it's one of those things where it's like, and throughout the film, he almost works with like almost every kid for a different. Yeah, everyone yeah, gets yeah. like a, a piece, and in, in a different yeah. way as like, well, you know. Yeah, as a teacher a, would. A, 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 yeah, exactly. Whether it's like through guidance or or, or sort of policing them at the right times, yep. like. Or even like finding a way to channel a child's ego in a positive direction. Yeah. You know? So we're like what he does with Miranda Cosgrove's character, where it's like she's this real go-getting. 
little egotistical child who often has been told she's the best at everything. Yeah. Yep. And instead of putting her down or making her feel like that's the wrong thing, that it was, no, we're going to find a role that complements yeah, your yeah, abilities. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, you, like, in her role as band manager, she it's good she has that ego there. Yeah. It's like, yes, no, I'm that speaking authority, for my band yeah. and stuff. And it's it's really interesting that negotiation they have. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. Well, yeah, it's like what we're saying, where it's like Dewey's the one kind of going through the arc. Yes. And, like, the kids have, like, a thing of, like, a obviously a journey of, of yeah. their love for the rock music and their parents accepting yeah, yeah. it. But generally, he doesn't alter any of the kids' personalities. No, no way. Yeah, yeah. He's he enhances much, them as we speak about it. Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. You know, or it's like the kid that was completely disengaged in class and mm. then but first saw drumming as mucking around and then channeling it more into a positive direction. Yeah, right. that's yeah, it, yeah. yeah. And the, yeah, that's a great scene, seeing them all in the uniforms and the makeup and the rock gear at yeah. the end, you know? it's yeah. Uh, is it's, it, is it's it great. Frankie? I think it's Frankie, the, the tough guy, the friend. I think he's Freddy's friend. Frankie. Oh, yeah, that was about... I think yeah. that's Frankie, yeah. I just love the shot when they've obviously snuck out to do the audition. Yep. So they're, like, doing an audio tape and they're all pretending to respond <laughs> Yes, it. that's it. That's yeah, a yeah. great scene, but I love... um how that is shot and it's a big shot it's sort of panning through the whole class but then it ends on him as he turns around he's like oh you know she's gone yeah it's like I like that he, he gets a hero shot he does yeah and he's like great. he's just the security guard for this band but uh, like every character gets like a hero shot they all get like their little moment yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, man I, the scene where Jack Black they kind of do it in like one take where yeah um, you know, he has to sing his song to the class and the camera's kind of oh, dollying back. Yeah. Apparently, like, Linklater, like, before that, was like, We're, you're going to have to try and get this in, like, one. And Jack Black <laughs> was like, what? I thought you'd be cutting around and stuff. So Jack Black just had to, like, for that take, just bring it. And, uh, man, yeah. that's a great scene, you know? Yeah, that... Well, it's perfect because you're watching him yeah. in such a raw mm. thing of, like, this guy's such a doofus. Yeah, no, like, <laughs> genuinely, yeah. He, it's such a vulnerable position to put him in as a performer, yeah. you know, to hinge it all on him. But, you know, that, that kind of camera work and the way that Linklater kind of moves around the classroom is super reminiscent of something like Dead Poets to me, you know, yeah. especially that that dolly back in the the way that you know sometimes we're at kind of desk level with the kids and we do feel like yeah you know dewey is this character but then also not afraid to get more like when he's teaching the kids um like the lessons and stuff and they'll yeah. be in like the same shot together like when uh when he's teaching zach the the riffs on the guitar mm. and stuff and it mm. all comes together like just little moments like that just the you know feel great typically love about that one as well when he grabs it um, and the camera starts pulling out to like a wide, yep. and then it cross dissolves to them way further into re- re- uh, rehearsing that song. It's like yep. that's so subtle, but it's, it's like so good, yeah. they would have had to really plan that absolutely that man. shot yeah. and then keep it locked off. And yeah, do yeah. That transition, but I mean, I mean, we've perfectly segued it into highlight scenes. <laughs> yeah, great. <laughs> As is, but uh, Zeke, what would be your highlight scene? I suppose I'd probably. I mean, you'd have to go with like that final performance isn't it i mean yeah. it's, it's probably like, that's the easy one what, well it's an easy one because you get to see all the kids in their final roles too so yep. we talk about all the on stage presence but it's like the lighting manager yep. yeah 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 and, and how he's like and he's I put have... on the line because he has to improvise on the spot yeah that's right you yeah know? but he, he just has it. to like make it up and he does it and i love the intercutting that the performance has with all the people backstage, like the security guys, like all looking tough in their yeah. black shirt. It's, <laughs> yeah. it's just funny. And it's, Absolutely, yeah. It ends up showing like it's sort of, in a way, it also helps celebrate just the, the whole mechanism of live performance yeah. and talking about that it's not just the people on stage, it's the people behind the stage. Yeah. Yeah. Stage. And 
it almost it's great when a children's film can validate like adult themes or adult like give you sure adult yeah, yeah yeah i like that balance you know often we watch especially when we watch child pop sort of i think you gonna say child's or, play like you always think of like <laughs> to be honest you think of things like like hannah montana or even like like and stuff like that where yeah they, yeah yeah they just show the, the stage presence too and actually in a lot of films we just see the stage presence mm. so it is nice to get that oh yeah, let's look at the yeah. guy who's yeah. playing, doing front of house. Which ties into like, that little scene we are talking about before where, like, the kid's are like, oh, so we don't get to be in the band. Like, yeah. Yeah. no, you guys still get to be in the band. And, you know, it not necessarily normalizes, but certainly highlights, you know, those more behind-the-scenes roles and yeah. and yeah. showing the kids being involved in that. And then you still feel like, oh, like, even though these kids might not be performing on stage, they still feel like a team. And Dewey's done yeah, his job, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, yeah. yeah. You know, I mean, they all get you, acknowledged. you've been in stage plays. So I have, yeah. Not everyone's uh, on the stage. That's it, man. That's it. A lot, a lot that happens behind the scenes, you know. Yeah. It's true. There we go. Well, Jake, what's your highlight scene? Um, I mean, yeah, the, the ending scene. Well, the, I call it the ending scene, but the big performance. That's great. Yeah. Um, I already talked a little bit. I was, I was thinking about doing it where he grabs Freddie out of the van because of yeah. like the example of the role model he's truly become yeah, at yeah, this yeah. point. But the one I probably settled on was when he's trying to do his uh, teacher-parent meeting, he's trying to pitch it. And I love it because I never... I mean, I've always noticed it, but I never thought about how it's him. You sort of get the shot, side shot of him trying to pitch and like, uh, uh, what do I say? And it cuts every time he looks back at the door, the POV, and there's just more people there. Yeah, like the, the cops police. come in. It and just sh- gets yeah. worse and worse every time it cuts back to the door. Yeah, I was like, that's actually really clever. It's pretty fun. Visual yeah. comedy. Yeah, Visual comedy, yeah. man. That's it. It's not like cutting over where you hear them whispering. It's like it's like oh, the 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 whole scheme is unraveling every uh, single yeah, time in you look real at time. It. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I thought it was a clever like little edit yeah, that they were doing there. For sure. If I may, with my little highlight scene, everyone's absolutely. talking about that final scene, which yes, I I would also like to give that one a shout out. Mm. We'll, we'll say that's that. But also a scene that I think is really funny is uh, Jack Black's kind of first scene in the classroom. Like he walks in, he's like, <laughs> all right. He's got lunch. I'm hungover. <laughs> Who knows what that means? And they're like, oh, you're an alcoholic. And he's like, uh, no, I'm not. And, uh, you know, Freddie Jones, shut up, you know. And uh, you, uh, you Turkey missed, su- you, Turkey Sub, you know. And, you, you missed one of my hair lines. I'm like, dude, you got a disease. Yeah, that's how you – yeah, dude, you got a disease, man. You got a disease because if you're an alcoholic, that's the only reason why you show up to work hungover. Yeah. Are yeah. you Freddie Jones? shut up it's great man and then like him just like alright we're just gonna take recess and like you know seeing that stark contrast of how he's kinda almost like disregarding the kids at the start like you know and and not not really engaging with them but then yeah as he kinda sort of becomes their mentor and friend and teacher uh, throughout the rest of the film I think it's uh, it's funny to see it yeah you know we start off in this comedy uh, realm, you know, it's like a fish out of water mm-hmm. kind of vibe, and then we go into this like fun kind of classroom, yeah, uh, quirky teacher vibe, and yeah, man, it's a, it's a real treat. I'm glad you mentioned it because it reminded me of one last thing about Dewey I wanted to yes, point out yeah. is that because obviously the the kids can't already have an innate interest in rock music, but it was kind of clever to have it be classical music where they're yes. already sort of trained enough musically to follow along. But then they show that Dewey he doesn't know what a cello is. 
He knows yeah. what a bass guitar is, but he's like, he's like, what was the thing you were doing with the, the this? yeah, cello? <laughs> you got a bass. That you know, he's got his interest is so ingrained in this subculture of music, yes. not even yeah. just music generally, but this specific mm-hmm. type of music. Yeah, absolutely. So I thought that was a cool little um, yeah, you, line that they snuck in there. You just reminded me that that sequence of him like watching the kids play. And the the seeds kind of plant, and then the oh, next the eyebrows. scene, yeah, and then the yeah, 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 and then the next scene is him teaching them all the rock stuff. Like he gets Lawrence on the piano mm. and stuff. It's yeah. it's a great scene, you know, to see like the plan start to form in that, and then you see it in action, you yeah. know, very yeah. subtly. But it's yeah, it's great, and I think it's uh, you know, we've talked so much about how how you know great and and fun this movie is. But yeah, man, I just think it's a, it's a good time, you know. School of Rock is currently out on Stan and wide release. Yeah, you know, it's on Prime and Binge as well. There we go. Well, you got that's no a lot excuse. Of, I know, you got no excuse. <laughs> that's a lot of streaming Get platforms. To it. But Jake, what's new to streaming platforms and cinemas this week? Uh, well, before I'd like to do that, I'm glad I wrote this down because I totally would have forgot. Harrison, you owe us a funny story. You do. I do. Set, yes. And I want it right now. Okay, okay. Um, Give it to uh, me. Uh, so, uh, basically, there is one stunt in my film paper art uh, in which a car window is, like, cracked off. The side passenger mirror mm. is cracked off. And uh, this is done by uh, an older woman character in the film. But our stunt coordinator, uh, Peter West, uh, said that he had to perform the stunt as it involved, you know, a bit of breaking glass and Mm. safety first and whatnot. So the outfit that the old lady was in was this like bright pink dressing gown. And so for the shot, uh, Pete had to get in the dressing gown. And uh, (laughs) if you look in the film, there is a shot of his hand uh, and you see the dressing gown sleeve and he cracks off the mirror. Um, And that is, uh, that is a a male's hand. Yes. So, uh, you you know, keep an eye out for that. Um, yeah, hey, that's look. a little fun story. Seeing you know, seeing the stunt coordinator jump on in the, the pink dressing gown. You know, so you have to get down to go watch it to find that Easter egg. Yeah, you got exactly. it exactly. You be on the lookout now with your that's your, it. your binoculars. With your binoculars, yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Keeping an eye out. So when does Revelation kick off? It's, uh, well, it's on, it's on now. It's on now. Yeah. It is on. It was yeah, last, yeah. last Thursday, week, yeah. I think it was kicked yeah, up. Yeah. There you go. Go down yeah. and check that out. There you go. Yeah. yeah. No, I want to try and watch more this week. So that'd be good. Yeah, absolutely. Check out yeah. the Saturday afternoon screenings. Dude, please do. Yeah, yeah. come along. Oh, that'd yeah. be sick. Before you kick on into Northbridge. Yes, exactly. <laughs> yeah, that's it. That's it. Exactly. Catch a couple on, of, get yourself cultured. On the way there. On the way there. Yeah, man. Yeah. Take, a, take a stroll through the cultural center, you know, get yeah. yourself some culture. There you go. That's how it goes. <laughs> no worries. Jake, what is it with uh, what's new to streaming yeah, platforms yeah. and cinemas? To, to answer your question, Zeke, I will go into it. Uh, coming to Netflix this week, we have the new Resident Evil... I guess it's a series. Do we know what this... Oh, yeah. Is it a movie or a series? I um, think it's a series. Interesting. But the Netflix, Resident Evil, whatever they're doing. Whatever know. it is. The that, Resident Evil project. Yeah. yeah. If it's a series, I'm guessing they're dropping the whole thing this week in one sense, hit. Yeah. So that's coming. You also got a Dakota Johnson film called Persuasion, which sees her play a conflicted Annie Elliott, or I think Anne Elliott, A-N-E. To, uh, uh, to tie that in to mm. what we were talking about earlier, I believe Ooh. this is a Jane Austen adaptation so we're throwing uh, it right back to marrying mr darcy there, you go. there, you there go. we go it's all connected everyone <laughs> it's all connected it's all just one big spider web that's this it podcast. one big hallmark <laughs> film so dakota johnson must decide on what to do when Fred- Fred- frederick wentworth the one who got away comes back into her life 
I've heard it's not good. AKA <laughs> Mr. Darcy. And then this is Mr. Just Darcy. Yeah. His name. I he know. Has. It all it all comes together. Coming to stand this week, you've got Blade 1, 2, and Trinity, as well as the original John Wick, and the beginning of the first six final episodes of Better Call Saul. Let's wrap this up so I can just start watching it right now. We've got to edit the show, too. <sighs> Unbelievable. Um, <laughs> we got Disney Plus, Bob's Bur- the Bob's Burger movie. Or Bob's Ooh, Burgers okay. movie, wow, plural. That was a quick turnaround. It was. Yeah, I was it was five seconds ago. <laughs> they just, yeah, got it straight up on Disney Plus. No uh, time wasted. They're not, they're not waiting. They're not waiting. And they're like Doctor Strange already on Disney Yeah, Plus, I saw on. that. Yeah. Gosh. Yeah. What was that, less than a month? I think it's I think oh, it it's about a forty five day window at the minute oh, from theater right. to, to cut, streaming. I mean they cut it in half from the DVD ninety day. Yeah, 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 that yeah. Right. That's it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, there must be like the legal amount. I they think can, they I can think, pull off. Yeah, some directors and some filmmakers and stars like will have a minimum like theater time. I think like yeah. Tom Cruise requested at least three months for Top Gun two. Yeah, um, fair enough. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, um, but yeah, there you go. Yeah, that makes sense. That makes sense. I know one of the big ones that kicked off was, I think, Quiet Place 2 with the contracts. Yes, that was right. Yeah, yeah. And then obviously um, Black Widow was a big one for Scarlet. And then obviously all of the um, stuff with Legendary and Warner Brothers, like Dune and Tenet, that was all a big one because it was dropping... That was HBO. Same day, right? Yeah. And then uh, Nolan and Villeneuve came out and they were furious and they were like, you know, yeah. I think like that's the reason why uh, Nolan left Warner Brothers to go make Oppenheimer for Universal because of... I always thought Sony would be a good studio him yeah sony could have benefited okay. from grabbing yeah, yeah. but no nah, universal i guess they you think it. about universal like they uh they i mean they have spielberg you know like they yeah. they are after their big Those big boy directors boys. if you will <laughs> big boy pants directors. big boy pants directors <laughs> part of film i've never actually even considered who owns who in terms of studio. oh right, yeah there yeah. you go yeah Never yeah. thought about it. I mean, we did joke about Tom Holland just being like Sony's poster yeah, boy. Yeah, absolutely. As they, of late. He yeah. is. He is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So there's definitely a lot of that classic Hollywood still going on in terms of studios owning yeah. people and yeah. that whole thing. But um, yeah, I don't know. Also coming to Disney Plus, like I mentioned earlier, the Miss Marvel season one finale or series finale. Oh, yep. yeah, yeah. I don't know if they're going to wrap that up at all. Uh, coming to Prime, you've got Belfast, which is out right now. You can watch Belfast. Yeah, which there you go. I'm fine. I know Zig, you've seen it. I also have seen it. Yeah, I thought it was oh. a good film, man. Oh, yeah, cool. it's a good time. Yeah, yeah. I gotta watch that's, it. That's all I had for it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That and come on, and come on in the same week, and I was like, oh, yeah, very, very, very similar on. black and white coming so, of age vibes, that's man. True. There you go. <laughs> yeah. It was, it was good. <laughs> yeah, Kenneth Branagh. Would man, see it's film. A, it's a good yeah. little film. You know, it's um, it's well made. It's a little bit like. I don't want to use the word link latery, but there's something there, right? You know what yeah. I mean? That kind of slice of livey sort there of. You know? there, there definitely is that element there. I yeah, think there's a bit more of a boiling pot in it. In, um, in Belfast, for sure. Yeah, um, it's yeah. it's a solid film. It's got yeah, some man. really cool stylistic yeah. choices. In there. You should definitely check it out. Yeah, yeah, well, well it came, didn't it came feel out of place morning, when best like, yes. pictures rolled around. And no, 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 no. I didn't didn't surprise me. It was okay. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I mean that was getting hyped. That was like the big like front runner to win for a while. It was, yeah. And it then was. So, that whole Coda thing still threw me for a loop. Coda, I think Coda's a great film. It's a good film. Yeah, I mean, it was one of those. I'd actually probably I, put them on par. I like, quite enjoyed. Yeah, probably actually. Yeah, 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 for sure. I think it was. I, think I quite enjoyed Coda, and then it got nominated for Best Picture. I was like, oh, okay. It's yeah, actually, I maybe like Coda a bit more. Coda definitely made me cry more. Ooh. If we're going to talk about tears. There you go. Mm. Yeah. I'd say Coda had more emotional Yeah, definitely. Yeah, for yeah. sure. The use of Joni Mitchell in that film was very strong. Absolutely. I really enjoyed yeah. that. Oh, that's fun. Yeah. What yeah. else we got, Jake? 
Uh, coming to Prime, you've also got A Simple Favor and House of Gucci. Ooh. You want to you spend that amount of time House in House of, of Gucci. House of Gucci. It's a movie I've probably seen in a cinema in a long time. Wow, Damn. there you go. Yeah, I was. I remember making. I was in the theater watching it. I think with Damien actually, and we made. I made the joke of like, oh, you know, I heard there's only forty hours left to this movie, and I, I made him laugh way louder than I should make any person laugh <laughs> in a theater. <laughs> he just like cackled in the middle of a very emotional scene. <laughs> it wasn't even the scene so much. It's just like just general etiquette in a yes, cinema. Yes, of course. Never yeah, laugh yeah. that loudly in a non-comedy when you think film. A movie's gonna kill Jared Leto's career. It's like he just keeps coming. He back. comes he back with Morbius, everyone. <laughs> oh, let's go. Coming to binge this week, you have Dunkirk, Rent, Call Me By Your Name, the Venom sequel. Speaking of uh, Morbius yep. vibes, I guess. And apparently, I like this. On the document, it said, The Spider-Man Movie Collection. Okay, What does that mean? I guess, like, maybe every Spider-Man movie. Yeah. Well, I guess they're all technically... Oh, I know what you mean, though. Like yeah. The, Marvel, the MCU ones versus the Sony ones. Can I just say I love Dunkirk, by the way? I think that's Dunkirk's a great film. Yeah. I've only seen it once. Yeah. Yeah, I, once. Oh, yeah. Man, I yeah. saw it twice in the cinemas nice. in IMAX and cried so much Damn. the first time. Wow. Yeah, it really got me. Yeah. Like I was saw it with some friends of mine, Stephen actually, and it like oh, yeah. the the ending speech where he's like reading from the newspaper. Oh, that's is a beautiful stuff, and then it cuts to black, and I was just still sobbing, and everyone yeah. was like, "Are you okay?" And I I don't liked know. it more than nineteen seventeen. Yes, me too. Uh, yep. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, fair enough. I'm a big fan. Nineteen seventeen. Just so it's out there. Yeah, it's a, it's a eight. Yeah, I like watching a video game trailer. For yeah. uh, we get it. You did it yeah. to look like all one take. All right. <laughs> no, Henry it's a, it's a side in, in the war. It's yeah. a side show, not to be confused with our side show. Okay. <laughs> coming to cinemas this week, you've also got Where the Crawdads Sing, which sees a woman who raised herself in the marshes of the deep south begin to uh, become a suspect in a murder of a man she was once involved with. So the trailer looks. I've seen this trailer. It, so many it looks times. kind of dry esque, doesn't it? it? Like the drama sort of. It's not Australian, but or it, bad. But yes, dry esque. I can buy. Yeah, like I'm getting the same vibe. It's a little more like wet because it's sort of a swampy. Well, the sequel was. Well, the dry is dry is sequels. noticeably more dry. <laughs> they, they started shooting the sequel for the dry, and it's set. What up. we're getting a sequel? What yeah. is it called? The wet. I think it actually is based, <laughs> based in Tasmania, so I think we're. Oh like right, a okay. Much different um, aesthetic. That's okay. kind of cool. I but wonder yeah. what I wonder what climate they'll put Eric Banner in next. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I want to see the, the yeah, every week. I want to see the Eric Banner snow adventure. Geostorm. Geostorm. <laughs> Jared Butler comes back. Oh god, you've also got. Uh, so as you mentioned, that film, the Where the Crawdads Sing, is previewing this week. I don't think it's actually out wide right, yeah, properly yeah. yet. Uh, what is wide is the Phantom of the Open, which sees Mark Rylance as uh, Maurice Flitcroft. Is that the name? A uh, crane operator turned golf player who achieves his late in life goal of participating in the British Open Golf Championship so it sounds like a feel good sports thing yeah could be could be all yeah. right mm-hmm. um, I was surprised by this next one I didn't realise it was already coming out The Grey Man the Russo's oh, film yeah, that's out the, this week the Netflix one wow yeah there you go is that, is that a Netflix 
Yes, original. I believe uh, a Netflix original, I believe. Yeah, okay. and uh, also they're releasing that in cinemas as well. Right? Yeah, yeah, I think I think I only noticed it at Palace. Yes, right. Okay, it might Palace be like or a, Events, one of them. It, it like wasn't a, Hoyts or anything. like that. A limited that. vibe that they're doing, like you yeah. know when like they did Irishman at the back lot and stuff. Yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Some sort of um, thing there. Yeah, I was I was surprised because like I've heard about it and I was like, oh, I know the shooting, I know yeah. they've done, and oh, it's out. Hmm. Apparently, the most expensive Netflix movie. I could be wrong on this, wow. but I think it was like something ridiculous, like over 200 mil Jesus Christ yeah, well, yeah. Was, I mean I, I wasn't a big fan of um, Cherry oh I didn't see that yet yeah, it's yeah. so bizarre yeah it's right really, okay. like, it, like, it's stylistically different every five minutes and it's just right. really okay. jarring right okay like, they change the aspect ratio and the colour scheme and oh. just like it just it's like different yeah I don't yeah, know yeah. it's, 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 really... tr- it's uh, yeah too too broad I don't know I yeah. yeah is Tom Holland at least good in it he's I he's th- trying, right? He's trying, he's done. <laughs> <laughs> he's giving it a good red hot crack, it a good mate. Yeah. Go. He's definitely not bad in it, but... Yeah, sure. It's a just, stylistically film so distracting. Mm. Okay. Yeah, I don't yeah. think... I haven't really watched the trailer for The Grey Man. I don't get the... I think it's a bit more focused. Yep. It, it, it looks a little more action-y and less yeah, yeah. experimenting with, you know... Like I heard Random a ass. shot of Tom Holland's bum hole in the <laughs> cherry or something. Yeah. I don't know the rumors, but cherry. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what is that from? Um, That's Apple TV. Oh my god! So is yeah. the is the black phone out this week? Sorry, Jake. Or? Um, I think it's out. Interesting. Or okay, I think it, it, I was wondering whether it was this week or next because yeah, it might be. I think we're definitely. It might getting actually be like the advanced 18th. screenings. Um. But yeah, I, I just quickly, I, I yeah. had the chance to see that early. Nice. Um, and I thought it was a really fun horror time with Ethan Hawke. Maybe, yeah. a, you know, a little... I could have used a little more Hawke, to be honest. I, was, I love, I love me my Ethan like Hawke, yeah. Like, yeah. Um, but it, you know, it was... The post is definitely making it out like it's... He's like your... Yeah, yeah he's definitely our main villain, our main face of villainy, sure. but... Yeah, but I, I did want kind it. of like the John Goodman in Ten Cloverfield Lane. Yeah, oh my yeah. God. Let's you talk want, about I wanted a bit Lane. more of that. God, that's a great, great film. But <laughs> yeah, film. I think uh, the Black Phone was a fun time, and I'd recommend like you know seeing it when it comes out if you're down for a little Sick, spooky yeah. time. See it with a crowd, a couple yeah. good jump scares in there. Mm. Yeah, I, I, I enjoyed mean, I mean, that that's one. definitely next week, not this week. Okay, there we go. But like, I, my it's like, apologies. I'm, no, no, that's that's totally fine. Well, um, I'm excited to see it too. Yeah, definitely. Uh, I'd, I'd recommend that. That's one thing I should have mentioned that I saw. Oh, that's the start okay. There, well, you, there you, we you go. You did it now. Oh, it's done now. You snuck it in we there. Snuck it which in. Which I like. I should mention the Gray Man also stars Ryan Gosling, uh, Chris Evans, and Ana de Armas. Just yeah, yeah, exciting. She's in like everything now. Yeah, she's. I mean, she's great, isn't she? Yeah, she's so so good. Yeah, yeah, she's great. Fun times. I really like her in Knives Out. <laughs> Why are we all smiling? You say you don't really like her. No, in Knives I really Out. like her. No, oh, I really like her in Knives Out. Out. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, and in I actually like her role in Blade Runner. Yeah, she's good oh, in Blade yeah. Runner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. and no. she's good in um a small role, but um she apparently learned English in like a month. For yeah, War I Dogs. Saw that. Yeah, yeah, insane. To so think of, yeah. Are, yeah the things people do yeah, to get The things people do for movies. And I think Blonde, I mean, yeah, Blonde looks Dogs. great. Oh, War Dogs great. Yeah. No, not enough people watch War Dogs. War Dogs I think it's pretty fun, even yeah. though uh, Johnny Hill and Miles Teller have the exact same voice. If you think about it, if you think about it, right? Oh, no. Shut the eyes. You won't be able Shut to tell who's eyes. who. What's going on in this movie? <laughs> no, I can't who's who? Uh, finally, we got Falling for Figaro, which I see this film coming in and out and in and out and in and out yep. for like a year now, I swear to God. But I've seen is- YouTube ads for this movie 
constantly. This was playing back in like October. Really? Last year. I remember that because it was wow. like they played the trailer for it ahead of like last night in Soho. It's been oh, a, goodness. But I think yeah. I think it finally goes wide this week. Okay. If I see it pop up one more time in next week in cinemas, I'm just gonna scrap it. Yep. Yeah. I'm yeah. Have you fallen yet? No, I haven't. <laughs> I'm about to land on my face on that one, I tell you. <laughs> and finally the twenty fifth anniversary screening of Princess Mononoke. Mononoke? Mononoke, I believe. Mononoke. Uh, which I actually haven't one. seen that one. Uh, it's a good one, man. It's a real good one. Yeah. And this is unusual. A, have you seen You've seen it? No, I've oh. seen Howl's Moving Castle, Spirited oh, yeah. Away. Uh, and yeah. I think that's it, actually. Yeah, and Minions go. Rise of Gru. Minions Rise of Gru, of course. you got to throw it in there, the classics. I don't think I've seen that one. It's very it's, good. Uh, but what's surprising about this, like the 25th anniversary, like obviously playing, it's like usually there's like a Luna does it or like a yes, random yeah, pack. Like yeah. everyone, even Hoyts are doing it. Yeah, yeah, everyone's yeah. Everyone's onto it. Man, Mononoke is great. It, uh, the movie goes hard, you know? Hard, it's pretty cool. It's pretty cool. Yeah. Um, I've also been doing a bit of a uh, Heo Miyazaki binge and I just watched spirited away for the first time recently first and, time wow yeah i want to yeah it was like oh, way brilliant. more like cooked than i thought it would be you know <laughs> what i mean like yeah. it certainly goes some places but man like what uh what a beautiful soundtrack and score and yeah. some of the most gorgeous animation yeah. 2d animation especially that i've seen in a long time um yeah man they do they make some good stuff don't they yeah they do oh they're on they do yeah to it. now yeah. i just realized like yeah we haven't discussed what I'm we're doing at next you for like week. The last five oh, I'm being so like, sorry. What are we doing next? I week? do. I do have a pitch. Sure. If you want me to just jump right you in, might as well. You might as well. This because is like- it kind of came to me. I was like, oh my god, we can talk about this from next week. Of course, the wonderful James Khan passed away in the last week. Rest in peace. We should bring that up. Mm. That that hit me hard. I wasn't expecting that. Yeah. But yeah, how how He's, was he? I think he was 82 from from okay. what I heard pretty good innings um but yeah. man what a great um he he was such a such a talented performer yeah so many good performances obviously the godfather um i'm he is one of your performances for next week i'm guessing i yeah, yeah. so my immediate four because we've done the godfather we did yep. that for episode 100 yep. there you go but um the other film that i love 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 him in and so you let me know if you this, just just say it so we're, we're jumping right in yeah, we're jumping right. in are we doing it we're doing it all right everyone prepare your asses Next week on the show, we're watching Misery. He almost died. You have a compound fracture of the tibia in both legs and the fibula in the right leg is fractured too. And as soon as the roads open, I'll take you to a hospital. In the meantime, you've got a lot of recovering to do. There is nothing to worry about. You're going to be just fine. I'm your number one fan. My name is Annie Wilkes. I think one of my clients, Paul Sheldon, might be in some kind of trouble. You mean Paul Sheldon, the writer? Well, everybody sure likes those misery books. They had it at the store, Paul. They said he checked out last Tuesday. Isn't that a little strange? I guess it was kind of a miracle you finding me. In a way, I was following you. You were following me? Oh, Paul, I've read everything of yours, but the misery novels. You must be a good man. You could never have created such a wondrous, loving creature as Misery Chastain. Very kind. A best-selling novelist is on his way home after completing the latest book in his Misery series when he gets into a car accident. He is rescued by an obsessive fan only to become further crippled, drugged, and held captive by her. It's a great film. Oh, it's a good film. Yeah, it's a good film. I've watched a film for like 10 years. It's so Neither, good. Neither, but it, yeah. It's Very quickly, uh, yeah. I love Rob Reiner so much and I'm jealous that 
I don't get to jump in next week with you boys because I think Rob Reiner, like a, my favorite movie ever, Stand by Me. Yeah, you dude, have to come on for that because I'm okay. Yeah, we would do. We yeah, do that. I'd yeah. love to, man. Yeah. Um, but yeah, man, like uh, what a what a great run of like four films he had. Like he did Stand by Me, like, which is widely reg- yeah back to back, like yeah. widely regarded as the best coming of age movie ever. Then Princess Bride, which oh, everyone loves. We've done that. As then well, when yeah. Harry met Sally, which yep. everyone's like, We've oh, that's that a, too. Like, <laughs> all time. Yep. And then yeah. he also did Misery, which is one of the best psychological I love thrillers. Misery it's like, so man, much. Yeah, the 80s, eight, like Reiner has yeah, and dude, yeah. Final Tap earlier. Oh, he yes. did, did he? Oh, yeah, dude. God. You you have a very like Spielberg may have quote owned the eighties, but you could easily argue Reiner owned the eighties. Yeah, absolutely. Because Spielberg has been consistently amazing for fifty years. You but could sort of argue Spielberg could, for almost any decade. You could argue... Except this one. I reckon, yeah, exactly. in, my, in my opinion, Spielberg wins the 90s. That's what he Yes, wins. absolutely. Okay. He wins yeah, yeah, the yeah. 90s with Private Ryan, Schindler's List. Jurassic Park. Yeah, yeah. Jurassic yeah, Park. Yeah. That's dominance there. Whereas I could, I reckon Reiner is... I, no, I reckon... I would, Reiner has the 80s. Reiner with the 80s, and I would actually maybe say John Hughes in there as well. Yep. Thinking about that, yeah, yeah. for sure. Yeah, um, yeah. man, Reiner, such a one of the goats. Fantastic, he's great in New York. <laughs> <laughs> oh god, no, um, I'm excited. How many Rob Reiner films have we done? We've done those two. Linklater's still on number one. We've done more. Linklater yeah, yeah, that's a good point. With this oh, yeah. film, Linklater is definitively in the lead for director. We've covered the most. Wow, how many times. films? We've done five now because we did Boyhood and then the whole. Before oh, trilogy. you did the the whole trilogy? Yeah. yeah wow, great. I was and proud. Obviously, we did, this we did, one now, every yeah. nine episodes, we did a film from the before trilogy. There you go. I was very proud of that. Like every nine years, they would make exactly. a before film. Exactly. It's not our first Stephen King adaptation on the show either. Ooh. Ooh. It chapter two and it. Oh no, we only did one. Didn't we? we only did the second one. There you go. Stand by Me is another Stephen King adaptation. There More further proof. We have to. There do you go. Yeah. I, oh, Rob Reiner on uh, on both. Yeah. Would you look at that? I'm I'm seeing a pattern here. I'm seeing a pattern here, guys. I'm seeing a pattern. Well, yeah. Thank you for coming on. I was going to say. Of course, guys. Thanks so much for having me. It was a a time. It was a great time. A good time had by all. Well, we won't hold you captured. (laughs) (laughs) Or call you a dirty birdie. Dirty birdie. Thank you for joining us for the Cinema Size Show podcast. I was Zeke. I was Jake. And I was Harrison. Thank you. And we'll catch you next week with Misery. Misery.